0: Today FM,
1: it's that time of the week again, so sit back, relax and enjoy the Dermot and Dave show best of podcast. But not if you're driving,
0: definitely don't sit back. In fact, sit up now.
2: The man never got back. Yeah, I saw you convincing (laughs) that he never said yes, no.
3: Gentlemen, um, welcome to the backwards world. We're in a different studio where everything is reversed. Uh, yeah, it's very off-putting for me, I have to say um, I run all the desk here, I have all the buttons But everything's in a different place And I
2: just keep nearly making mistakes And then I just have to use more brain power than I should We're like, also not 100% convinced that this isn't going out live on the radio <laughs> Yes,
3: yeah, so we are recording this during a bit of our show that is pre-recorded So there's a good chance that now somebody's hearing us talk And this bit of conversation as well
4: Dave, I think this has kind of done something to you though mm. The change of studio for this week. This morning, you're a man of habits. Everyone knows you are a man of habits.
3: I like things to be the same all the time.
4: And this morning, you (laughs) said to myself and Sean, did anyone want anything from Dunn's? And we actually thought you were messing with (laughs) us, getting
2: us excited, and you went off. And then during the show, he went up. Like, the way the the tea situation on the Dermot and Dave show works is... Dave is the man that flies the spaceship, right? <laughs> so it's normally Cahill or Emer, but mostly Carl that goes and makes Dave tea throughout the show. Yeah. He's,
3: I'm today, so appreciative of it.
2: <laughs> and then today, Dave just got up and made his own tea. What's <laughs> happening, you man? And, ev- and, ev- and everyone is just like, Dave... Calm I know.
3: Down. I even brought back pastries for the lads. Yeah. Which is just not like me at all. <laughs> I'm so here's not a pastry bag.
2: I actually need to have one now. I'm gonna go up and make a cup of tea myself. I thought you were oh, leaving the pastry.
3: rest for us. Um yeah, but well, here's the thing. I ran out of porridge and in order I could have gone for Dermot's crunching or cornflakes. So that would have been different. But now at eleven thirty five I'd be starving. So what yeah. I did was I said to myself, To maintain my routine of porridge, I'm prioritizing that over wrecking my routine of going to Duns, which I never do, yeah. in the morning before the show. Yeah, but I did it and you know what guys I'm glad did.
4: it was a good choice yeah it's because you had loads of time because the three of us are very efficient there's one man that's not very
2: efficient but he wasn't here no, for the no he was here to
3: delay things to put uh, put sticks in the spokes of our meeting bicycle yeah you know?
2: although Carl the other day it was just me and Dave in our meeting and we were done by ten past eight yeah six minutes <laughs> oh, <wow>. six <laughs> bam, bam 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 out <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah but that's uh, impressive look look we're here now guys we're all part of a team I've bought you pastries I've yeah. made my own tea surely you realise like I'm, I'm not a, I'm not trying to be a
4: celebrity here guys I'll make my own tea
2: <laughs> once, no. once a year you
4: click your fingers
2: <laughs> say now I, am, I run uh, Dave you gave me a cup today I did yeah
3: well I did not Well, I did give it to you but I, it was sent to you by Woodford Pottery yeah. uh, a lovely man and he makes really nice mugs and he sent one in to Sean and Cahill because he felt guilty because last time he sent one into to Dermot Dave and Maria and not to Carla or Sean but did he ever send one to Emer
2: no I'm not actually sure I'm going to there's something wrong with this cup okay. I'm going to show it to you and I'm going to show it to Carl. I'll show it to Cahill first okay. and you need to tell me if you can spot what's wrong Carl, you're first yeah, it's very obvious. <laughs> what is no Let's see. But you don't want to see. Oh, yeah. Why you know don't you want him to see
4: first? <laughs> okay. See and I'll I'll answer first if you don't think that I know. Okay. <laughs> yes,
3: I do see it. I think I know what it is. Uh, well, I do you la- see
4: it says Banner boo in the bottom.
3: Oh no, I didn't see that.
4: Yeah, uh, uh, and it says
3: and it says Woodford Listole on the other side. Have a look at that. All the way from
0: Skitty.
3: Okay. Um.
2: What does yours say? Up tip. Okay. up tip up tip up riding these okay. are class
4: by the way they are great okay. mugs More um, for pottery. Okay, so,
2: what is what is wrong with this cup it's very
4: obvious that the father is over the wrong letter he's the, right he, he is it? right yes, yes. A N. Shane
2: I did yes. this uh, now I'm very particular about my father but I'll let it slide but yeah, I, think, it's a I think now
3: cup. what you've got there is you've now got a collector's item what do you mean because f- yeah. this was made specifically for you and if the father was in the right place great like yep, fine yeah. perfect but now you've got an extra little nuance of originality and <laughs> it says Shane instead of Sean I
4: love your outlook in life Dave <laughs> yeah you got to keep it positive alright <laughs> yeah.
3: uh, listen this is the best of German and Dave podcast all the mess and none of the music you'll have loads of stuff in there I can't remember what any of it is because never do plus we've got to get back to doing our real radio show and hopefully none of this went out on the radio <laughs> so we leave it there now lads enjoy the podcast I don't know if you remember this but when we did the camper van of Christmas joy we set Call a number of challenges during the week we were out. And having just walked from Cashel to Dublin, you would think Cahill and challenges is no longer in our vocabulary for a while. But Cahill, you're straight back in. Because one of the things we did was when we got to Galway, we sent yeah. you off to Spiddle yeah. to go down to TG Car and see if you could get on the telly.
4: <laughs> yeah, it was like all part of my uh, Celtic uh, transition, Irishman. If you
3: don't know, Cahill here got himself an earring. Grew the hair out a bit. He's channeling kind of early noughties Hector. Yeah. He's taking his clothes more seriously. There's stuff arriving all the time at his desk. He's going, look at this. Look at this Celtic coat. Check out my ring and my necklace. I'm telling you, lads. It's all happening. The Aran sweaters. So obviously part of that is to connect with the language. And one of the challenges then was to head down to, to TG Car and see what the scale was. Yeah. So.
4: Yeah. So during the camper van, I, I went down there and I did a report and uh, chatted to some of the cast and crew. Uh, grown, of, Ross know, of, of Ross Norrund. Yeah. yeah, so uh, I visited the set of Ross in Spedale, and uh, it was great crack, great fun all day talking cast and crew. And then they said, uh, "You know, we're shooting a scene and we could do it an extra. So, <laughs> Carl, you're our guy." So... Shook and it's So, uh, <laughs> the, old, the old reconnection with the language is a bit less farther along than the image, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it's slowly getting there. Duolingo has helped me along. But, uh, yeah, so then I was in a scene in the pub that's in Rossaroon, Famous so, pub in
3: Rossaroon. okay Tyg's Tyg's, Yeah,
4: Tige's pub. Tige's. yeah. Now, they tell you that the show is going to be aired on such a date... That is today's date, the to 7th. Okay. But I'm not actually not sure, will I actually make the cut? You know, because... Oh, so they tell you that the scenes that you were
3: in are being aired this evening, but you don't know whether or not you're going to actually be on camera.
4: Yeah, because like I didn't have much didn't have much to do now in this scene uh-huh. or anything, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I actually don't know will I be in it. So uh, it's on at half eight tonight on uh, TG Car. So uh, actually, Dave, I'm such an actor now, I, I'm actually going to miss it because... I'm going to the Abbey Theatre tonight. Oh my to God. Yeah, so I actually won't miss it. So I let, if people could let me know if they see me in it. Uh, but like, Ross Naroon, man, t- the 2000 episode is going to be aired in March. Like, that's... Oh my a God. a historic show, isn't that it? That is. It's an amazing show. So and it's going to be big for my acting career if if I make the cut. <laughs> well,
3: between this and treading the boards at the Abbey, I mean, it's absolutely amazing that you're still here talking to us.
4: I know. Keep an
3: eye out. So tonight, half eight, T.G. Car, yeah, Ross Naroon, please get your phones out I need to see <laughs> if Carl because I'm going to be recording a podcast at the same time Carl, I can't so I can't watch it either we need to see is Carl Mano going to make the cut and get on on the our Come on, on the
5: telly room.
4: man this is all happening the, lads. Oscar's next like forget about the banshees i finish year to <Roster> the room man <laughs>
0: The story.
3: Today FM. What's the story's been of the show where somebody comes on and literally tells us a story because we love stories from people and they don't have to be a famous person. It could be anybody who's got a story. If you have got a story for us, get in touch. Email Dermot and Dave at todayfm.com and tell us your story and we'll get you on the radio to tell it to everyone else. But the person that we have on now is famous, because he's absolutely hilarious. One of the funniest comedians I've ever come across. His name is Willa White, and he joins us now to tell us the story. How are you, Willa? What's the crack, boys? How are you? Good, right. good. Good to hear from you, Willa.
1: Good to hear from you, too. What's going on was, with uh, you?
6: It's or- all going on. I was just uh, sorting out my sneaker collection, uh, Dave. Ooh. You, yeah. Have you always been into it? Oh, Dave, about 90 pairs.
3: No way. I
6: had no idea you were a sneakerhead, Willa. How did oh, I not know nice. that? Listen to me. I am strong. I'm hoping to be next life. I come back as a centipede that I can wear every pair. Of them. <laughs> let,
3: let me try and guess what you're. What you're a fan of, right? I'm I'm thinking AM90s, Air Max 90s.
6: Yeah, I have a couple of pairs of them, but it'll be more kind of Air Max ones.
3: AM1s, okay. Damn, I should have got that. Yeah, so
6: the Air Max ones, and the louder, the better. So there's a bass bin on the back of them, and (laughs) they're (laughs) colourful. And they're really, really vibrant. Like, I went and I bought, um, I went in to buy a pair on Christmas that had just landed in Soyuz. Uh, I'm not plugging soyers because the sale doesn't really be that great. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Come here. And, and a lot of the times, it, it doesn't add up to the names. They don't have your soy, so I don't know what you call it sores. <laughs> have you got uh, any it leopard should, print ones written? It should, I have, yeah. It, it should be called, might have your Soyuz, not soies. <laughs> Um So I went in the boy's hair that had just landed and they hadn't got them. And then I went into... Uh, Brown Thomas, which I don't shop an awful lot, but I know just to let people know that Brown Thomas subcontract off a sneaker firm over in England called Offspring.
3: Uh, I've been to- talking about Offspring to German for years. That's yeah, where I used to buy loads of stuff pre-Brexit.
6: They're great. And, and I went in there and they had them because I know when Soyuz get the delivery, the Offspring get the delivery. So if anyone goes to Soyuz and they're told that they're not there, run down to Brown Thomas and, and you'll get... And I, I went in and bought a pair of Air Max One's that day in soys, and then I went up to Brown Thomas and I bought the pair that I was originally looking for. So, yeah. So you're as bad as I am, stuff. then. I'm
3: glad to hear it. Then, well, I thought I was kind of alone in this, but oh, between no, you, and no. me, and Baz Ashman, we were just like we got <laughs> no, all the no. feet covered.
6: And Baz is an Air Max One Air uh, as well. He yeah, is. So he is. There. Jordan's yeah, for me. Out, yeah,
3: you probably you probably know that about me because I never shut up about it. I
6: know, but come here. I, I've it's got to the stage now where. I am secretively buying runners and hiding them. <laughs> Will I? And then if just... Mrs. comes across of her, she's going, Where did you get them? And I've gone, Do you not know, remember I got them when I was saving them for the summer at <laughs> that time and she's going, No uh, So it's it now it is, it's getting a bit out of hand and I, yeah. and I need to start I need do you know what it is? I'm kind of a I'm kind of a trainer harder as well. I'm kinda of thinking that next week that them ones that I know that I should really give away or give to someone that you know that maybe they're going to become more a fortune or <laughs> something yeah, yeah we're
3: always hanging on I'm the same I, I do it with guitars as well I'll bring home a new guitar and you go know, we're where'd you get that I was like well I've had that for ages that's only really mass like what are you on about yeah it's just this one got this when I was 16 I think
6: I so what
4: you're talking about I'll,
6: I'll give you the answer to that question in G minor <laughs> so realistically what you're doing is you're just stringing her along there
3: yeah
1: oh, you see hey. he's got all the gags he's got all the, the gags pl- how the fuck did that happen <laughs> <laughs> uh, come here what is the story Willie
6: ah the story uh, come here I've got where can I start with stories one story I was thinking of um, well, there was actually two stories but one <laughs> in particular was uh, years ago when I lived in Poppentry which is kind of on the fringes of, of Ballymun it was Father's Day um, which it is once a year and sometimes can be a very confusing time in that area <laughs> but it was Father's Day and I got I got me father a brute set if you can remember oh yeah. yeah so Brute was around the time it, I'm kind of showing my age now my vintage was Hoya Karate was out at that time <laughs> I know lad, yeah. I know you remember that. how I you, remember, you remember I don't that, know yeah. what what's Hoya right. Karate it another kind of Hoya Karate, smell yeah, set and then there was oh. denim. denim
3: denim yeah oh yeah Yeah. jazz was, do you remember oh, jazz oh, I didn't yet but your old spice yes
4: Yeah.
6: it was like after you have a shave it was like putting caustic acid on your face <laughs> That would be the only way to describe it But it was Father's Day And my mother and father were having a big argument On Father's Day morning And my dad We we lived in the flat for years in Valley One So we were My dad was cleaning out the fire There was an open fire in the house we were in So I gave my dad the set And my dad had been up probably Till about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning And he put the set down Right beside the fire The fire was actually still hot Unbeknownst to him (laughs) And he literally walked out of the kitchen. And if he'd been in the kitchen, I think he have been actually killed stone dead. Because there was this bang, and I'm not joking with you, the back window and the back door of the house completely blew out. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, oh. yeah. What happened? The, the, the deodorant from the brute <laughs> So... So the after effects were blue, Al. Um, yeah, I mean, Ma was going mad because she really wanted me, Dad, to be in the kitchen when it happened. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, that, that's, actually, that's actually a true story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, give, so, give us the other one as well. You're on a roll. Oh, the roll. The other one as well was when I lived in London. So I, I lived in London for a good few years. And one time I was drinking in London with me mates, and we were drinking this drink called Super Tenants. And uh, the only way to describe this drink, it was like when you were pouring it into a glass, it was like getting sauced out of a bottle. <laughs> so, my mates, mates were having you know three cans, you were going, Three cans of this is enough, like you know. And I was going, Go away or that. I said, I'll drink six of them, you know. So, I drank, I think I drank five of them I didn't even get to drink the six but I I woke up in a skip in Stamford Hill right and you're talking about trainers Dave right at the time I was wearing I'll never forget I was wearing Reebok classics and I had a black pair right yeah and I was only at the point of like about two days beforehand. But when I woke up in the skip in Stamford Hill, it was about five o'clock in the morning, and it was lightly raining. And I only had one <laughs> trainer on me, and I was going, "Oh my god!" And I had to get back up to Needwood House, which was up in uh, Manor House, you know. So I, I, I couldn't get a cab. I couldn't get out. So I had to walk up the road with one trainer on for about <laughs> forty minutes. And the gas thing about it was. I was that relieved when I got home because I'd actually left the other trainer in the house. (laughs) I left the house with the one trainer on. Oh my shoe! I was delighted. I was going yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I take it you don't drink anymore, Willa no no I don't and I've stopped wearing Reebok <laughs> that's actually oh. the smartest move you ever made
3: Stop. Uh, Willie thank you so much for joining us great to chat to you as always thanks for doing what's the story not about a last God bless you.
4: talk See soon. You soon bye 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 bye, bye. bye. what's next? the story
1: today FM Dave's world Dave's world if we don't let him do it he gets ratty bad jokes edition I'm
3: not even going to start bad jokes today Ed Sheeran has been in touch. I to Ed Sheeran has been in touch with a bad joke. And Ed says,
6: "Why does Elton John not like
3: lettuce?" Now, we'll say Ed Sheeran is using a filter mm-hmm. and putting on a Southern American accent. Okay. But I promise you this is Ed Sheeran.
6: "Why does Elton John not like lettuce?"
3: I don't know, Ed Sheeran.
6: Cause he's a rocket
4: man. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Why is he filtering all That's of that?
3: Oh, uh, Ed and I just communicate in strange ways. Like yeah. he didn't definitely just put it up on his Instagram, and I stole it off him for sure. No, he definitely no, sent no, it in, in as a bad directly. joke. He loves them. But let's continue with the Elton John jokes. Tay says I couldn't find my seat at the Elton John concert. I'm still standing. <laughs> Elton John bought his rabbit a treadmill. It's a little
4: fit bunny. A little bit bunny Now <laughs> oh, she's off. Breaking news.
3: Elton John's e-reader has been blown away in a hurricane like a Kindle in the wind. <laughs> hey. Elton John can pronounce the name of every mode of transport except one. "Lorry" seems to be the hardest word. <laughs> a thesaurus belonging to Elton John has been stolen. The singer commented, it's sad so sad <laughs> it's a sad sad situation <laughs> and Steno Spurs he says Elton John's decided to only wear designer denim from now on so it's goodbye normal jeans hey, <laughs> very good oh that's okay.
6: very
3: good now
6: little bit good funny
3: <laughs> Nicholas says it's a lovely crisp morning I've had three packets already yes crisp <laughs> in the morning nothing like it Nicholas Jimbo said I had a friend ask me what the ninth letter of the alphabet was it was a complete guess but I was right
7: I was right I was right right. I find the funniest jokes
3: are the ones that take A's here being like A B C Murphogram asks why do people have toes Uh, To find furniture in the dark.
4: (laughs) This is so true. This is so (laughs) true.
3: (laughs) Jonah did himself a real injury at the radio awards one day in the dark. It wasn't just the darkness, that was the (laughs) struggle. That's another story. Carmel says I meet a lot of rocket scientists from County Down. (laughs) (laughs) County Down! (laughs)
7: <laughs> i that one ah, That's such a good No chance. it's
4: not at
3: all Nine. Nine.
7: No. Oh, I, know, I get it oh, I'm getting it alright okay. Paul says A guy
4: at the gym
3: Suggested I do dips To tone my upper arms So far I've tried Blue cheese holy <laughs> like, it
1: now Nothing's working
3: <laughs> <laughs> David says Switching on your turn signals Prematurely in the car Isn't a problem per se But it can be an early indicator <laughs>
7: Very, very good. Tony
3: says a routine blood test revealed my veins are filled with tiny little guitars, drums, and mini microphones. I've tested positive for banned substances. <laughs> oh,
4: oh, oh, oh. oh, Very good. You love and these. Finally,
3: Keen says, Dave, Northern English comic voice, please. Occasionally, I need. Yes, to do this yes. Northern love microphone. this. My wife. I told my wife. I said. I said. You know what, love? <laughs> I think I'd like to be cremated. You should book me in for next Thursday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's Britney Spears. That is toxic. It's Dermot and Dave. It is Today FM. Oh, it's gone toxic in here. Sean is bringing something uh, which is not making us
2: happy. Yes, well, uh, no, I'm on this mic. Hello, here I am. Here I am. Uh, yeah, so there is a bit of controversy happening over in the UK at the moment, okay? So there is a TV show called Happy Valley. Do you If mention- it's in
1: the UK, you have to call it Controversy. <laughs> controversy.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: I've heard of Happy Valley, I've never watched
2: it. it. It's, is it another uh, police... Yeah. drama <laughs> police drama Dermot's making gestures at me stop it now it's a police you're only in here one day a week behave yourself yeah. for God's sake <laughs> bit the decorum Dermot come on uh, it's a police drama set in the UK yes right and it's one of those kind of line of duty ones it was on every Sunday for the last kind of six weeks in the United Kingdom right. and it's it's generated a huge following and basically what happened was is there was this big massive season finale on Sunday mm. Now, I don't watch it, but apparently something big happens at the end of it. And a journalist for The Guardian was, like, live tweeting it. And she tweeted what happened at the end. So, apparently, a character, something happens to them. And she tweeted it. And loads of people are commenting underneath, being like, sorry, you can't tweet the end of a TV show. And her thing is like, no, tough. It was on 9 o'clock on BBC One on Sunday night. And uh, if you don't watch it... Uh, that's your own fault. You shouldn't, like, it's, you know, you're missing out on what's no! going out as live. And then, uh, so loads of other people are like, no, there's a unwritten rule when it comes to television. You should never reveal what happens uh, ever. And she's like, no, if it goes out live, I'm going to well, tweet it and say what I want.
1: Didn't a similar thing happen around the time of Game of Thrones and the character Jon Snow and something happened? And some people were like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. And then the rest of the Internet were up in arms going, hey, I haven't had a chance to watch that yet. Yeah, you see, because you just did the right thing in my eyes, Dermot.
3: You said Jon Snow, which is a character from a TV show that I think began in 2011 or something like that. And you said something happened, Jon Snow, because that's the correct way to approach it. You cannot turn around and give away the ending of anything ever Especially if you're working a job like us or if you're a journalist. Yeah. Like, people
2: follow you. You can't just I randomly the tweet out. Yeah, well, I get I, the feeling Sean thinks it's okay. Yeah, I, I really don't see the issue. Like, get over it. It's, it went out <laughs> on Sunday night. If you're a Happy Valley fan... Watch the show on Sunday night. Maybe you have kids or something like that and you can't watch it live, so you press record, watch it when they're gone to bed or watch it the following night. But sorry, if something goes out as live or I think after a certain period of time, it's a free-for-all. Oh, well, hang on. Listen to this music. Anyone recognize that? Desperate Housewives. Yes, I chose it
3: deliberately because it's Desperate No. <laughs> Desperate Housewives was definitely, if not 20 years ago, almost 20 years ago. I still would
2: not say what happened in Desperate Housewives. Well, Mike Delfino died. Don't he you got, dare. He got shot. Sean, stop. <laughs> Sorry, it's 20 Sean, years ago. no, you
3: can't. Because
2: somebody
1: might just be waking up today and go, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch a show called Desperate Housewives. I heard great things about it. Well, particularly when you get streaming services that suddenly go, hey, look, look at all the amazing programs we have in our back catalog. And somebody might just gone have gone, oh, Desperate Housewives. I never watched that. I'll yep. Give it a go. So and don't say so UK can't, you
3: can't reckon
1: on anyone, Sean. Well, stop being reckless. Well, he got shot. No, seriously, <laughs> stop. Listen, well, Dave, you can't. You, you, there's no never.
3: excuse at any point. Wizard of Oz. No. Of 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 all things, <laughs> Wizard of Oz. No. I genuinely think that there's no reason, there's no advantage to be gained from spoiling it, other than being a dick.
1: Like, let's face it, you're just being mean to someone if you're spoiling a no, TV show. I'm well, so- I guess some people want to talk about it. I, I, I think you should never do it online like that lady did. Okay. However, I think if you're in a group, okay, I think it's okay to check with the people you're with and go, Here, has everyone seen The Sopranos or is anyone going to watch it? and if someone goes I I think I might get around to that
2: someday then you don't then you don't spoil sorry that's so unpractical like think of how many times in this studio we've went to have a conversation about succession yeah. And Dave was always like, no, no, I'm going to watch it, I'm going to watch it. So yeah. I'm never allowed to talk about Succession in this studio. Yeah, that's fair, because yeah, yeah, well, well, watch He it. might watch it, he won't. But I he, won't, yeah. no, I'm too... No, I think about. there's a hard rule. If it's going out on terrestrial television, you've one week to catch up. And if it's going out on streaming services, one year. And after that, Mike Delfino... Well, you can't just pick, you can't just one pick year. random times, John. Mike gets shot in Desperate Stop. Housewives, okay? talking <laughs>
1: about Mike Delfino. I think if there's a film in, in particular where... There was a very famous twist. Like, for instance, The Sixth Sense. Don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. Yeah,
3: don't, yeah, but don't say what it is. You can't say what The Sixth Sense twist I is. I think The Sixth Sense no! is okay. There's no statute <laughs> of limitations. No, I haven't seen you it. haven't, haven't seen it. it. Carl has never seen The Sixth Sense. And he just talked to M. Night Shyamalan, who's now his best mate. So he's well, probably, probably going to go watch. and watch, yeah, it. watch it.
1: How about the? Uh, that movie, uh, the Irish one, where um, the woman has a mickey? <laughs> a I know that's all. crying game. <laughs> that's a twist in the movie. Stop it. Or what? That's a, t- a twist. <laughs> yeah, but everybody was talking about it. So it kind of got out. But in, it was
3: it was referencing Father Ted, <laughs> literally. <laughs> well, well, maybe that's different. But look, someone says the Titanic sinks, Dave. No, that's a historical event. not about fine.
2: Uh, when when Jack dies and Kate's on John! the door? <laughs>
3: Well, <laughs> you can, say, Sean. See, you can choose your words better, Sean. You can say what about the situation between Jack and Rose towards the end of the movie. That's all you had to say. You didn't have to say what you just said. Yeah. Plus, if you say
1: uh, Kate's on the door, it sounds like she's a bouncer. Don't <laughs> <I> think she <laughs> ate um, okay, okay. Do you
2: know
3: well, what I mean? Like, there's no reason to go into the detail. I don't think ever. I think you can be as uh, obtuse. No. And you can talk around
1: it, and you can just say.
3: I've seen the say?
2: Titanic by now.
1: <laughs> Come I on. David's just a fear of anything being spoiled. Like, do you want to know how World War II ended? It, Whoa. I, I might, go back I and might get and watch it. <laughs> War <laughs>
3: 2 and Color on I the i just said it was looking
1: pretty good for a certain Adolf there for a while. <laughs> now, no spoilers.
3: What do you think? 087 4100 102. Drop us a voice note in there and let us know. Do you think it's okay? to to do what Sean is recklessly doing i'm going to have to watch oh, his
2: microphone when is it okay to spoil if at all or has it ever happened or like you know if someone you overhear someone give a spoiler yeah, like or just say re- just say for example if you are No you're please in room, make up one or just say if you're like sitting at home today and you heard and you were about to watch the last episode of desperate housewives tonight and you heard that mike <laughs> <Deppino> gets- <laughs> <laughs> yes, <mate. laughs>
1: microphone off i'm uh, not playing with you
3: anymore I say no. I say you can never tell anyone. Sean is, I'm not even putting his microphone up because he's not to be
1: trusted. He's spoiling things left, right and center. Dermot reckons there's i think an, etiquette, an uh, etiquette around yeah, it. Yeah, I think you got to check with the people around you. And if you're not in a position to check with them and you don't know them well enough or say you're on the radio and you can't literally go around and ask everyone in the country who's listening, <laughs> then you just got to keep dumb. And it doesn't matter how old the show is. Although I think anything pre-1990 are probably all right. I don't know about that, honestly. Like, I just don't... I think there's no reason why you couldn't go back and watch Father of the Bride with Steve Martin. Or A Few Good Men or something. Whatever it would be. I don't and know why that film is on my mind today. <laughs> A Few Good Men. Yeah, you, like, so I already you already have handled did. the thing, yeah. Uh, okay, so voice notes in from Sinead.
3: Oh, you can't hear Sinead, hang on.
8: Kaiser Sorcerer in The Usual Suspects. <laughs> I'm
3: with you, Sean. Yeah, you're with Sean, Sinead, but you didn't spoil it. You didn't do what Sean did. You just gave the name of a character in a movie, although you got it slightly wrong. (laughs) That's also fine. Uh, And then Jay was on to us. Now, I've had to beep Jay's thing, not because he said a swear word, but I had to beep him because he spoiled something while telling a story about spoiling something. Have a listen. Boys, what's the story? Uh, When I was watching Sons of Anarchy... Um, one of my mates came out and was like uh, I was like three, three episodes into the fourth season and he was like yeah there's nobody watching that at the end so still four episodes in never went back to it. <laughs> there's nobody watching something if you know the ending. so he literally on his voice note said there's nobody watching that his friend told him there's nobody watching that because uh, 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 in the end
1: and then he sent it in to us It's was like Jay spoiler no. for everybody in the studio and if I hadn't I had, I had that, actually I planned to watch home. Sons of Anarchy it was See, Sean? Well, see Sean, Do you I... feel guilty now? Do you think Jay should feel guilty? I've just started watching no. Yellowstone, Sean. Yes. Um, now, if I'd played by your rules, or if you'd played by your rules, you would have just spoiled that for me because it you know, was it five years old or something, the first series?
2: Yeah, but I, I think you're deluded. <laughs> you could walk around now thinking you're never going to hear anything about Yellowstone.
1: No, well, if I go looking up articles on it, yeah. then fair enough. But I would expect my friends... Not to spoil the series for
2: me, or what about so-called friends? <laughs> what what about you know the White Lotus? Don't worry, I'm not going to give away spoilers on that because I know mm. that's very new and people are very on top. of oh, right so what you're are... being
5: sad about this
2: random <laughs> one. No, right, okay, okay. <laughs> what about <laughs> Happy Valley? What about <laughs> Desperate Housewives? Okay, I forget about Mike Duffy. You know he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know the way. So uh, in uh, the White Lotus, now be you know, careful, Sean, I will put. Yeah, your no, mic down. there's a you know Jennifer Coolidge. She's the famous character mm. in it. In her golden globe speech when she was accepting awards oh yeah she said something in it that was the biggest spoiler of all and I was a bit like she who plays the character is like well I said it and she said on the golden globe so like she had no yeah but she was she shouldn't have done it yeah was she not your hero at that point Well, I don't really like the White Lotus, so I (laughs) do care.
1: Well, Well, by your reckoning, then, you should just do whatever you see at award shows. So, um, just do a Will Smith and walk up on the stage and punch somebody. (laughs) Just punch Kyle there and see what happens. Uh, Come here, Brendan's in Dublin this morning.
3: How are you, Brendan? Morning, guys. What do you think about the whole spoiler scenario? Not
6: a problem with it. So, we do it with the sports every day, don't we? You do it at 1 o'clock every day or 2 o'clock. So, I don't want to know the score of the United game, but I get it anyway.
3: All right. Well, yeah. Well, I think sport is a bit different, uh, in my opinion. Like, I, I, I sometimes find myself in your situation, Brendan, where I've recorded a game and I don't want to know the score. But I don't expect like, to, like broadcasters to not tell everyone else what the score is because I personally don't want to do it. Like a sport update matters live, I think. Whereas I don't think the end of Happy Valley matters live. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah, but who watches Happy Valley anyway? <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, Brendan.
2: Nine million people, I think, watch
1: it on Sunday. <laughs> That's a fair amount. I think sport is a bit more disposable, and I think anything that happens, lo- uh, you know, literally live is mm. different. It's not a story. It's not like, you know, it's just an event. Yeah, I have to disagree with you, Brendan.
3: I, I mean, I, I, I feel you. Sometimes I'm trying to avoid the score as best I can, but I know not to turn on the radio. You know what I mean?
6: Yeah, but social media can't be avoided regardless of it anyway, so we're going to get any information we want, whether we want it or not.
3: Yeah, well, you have to. I certainly turn all my notifications off on my phone if I'm trying to wait an extra hour and watch the game on delay or something like that. I hear you. Um, All right. Thanks, Brendan. Uh, So we've got some differing opinions coming in. Sue's been in touch.
7: Totally agree with Dave. No statute limitations at all. My sister-in-law started watching Grey's Anatomy during COVID and thoroughly enjoyed it. And I could have spoiled everything on her, but I was so enjoying her uh, being enthralled by it. Never, ever spoil. Totally on Dave's team.
3: Yeah, couldn't agree more with you, Sue. However, Olivia says...
7: No, 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 no. You see, I have a rule of thumb that, you know, if a series has been out for
2: more than a year or a film, you haven't got a leg to stand on. You can't give out
6: about spoilers, then. It's been out long enough for you to check it out. And in the case of Sons of Anarchy,
2: it is so old. So, no, disagree. Disagree entirely. You're all wrong.
3: No. Nope. No. Well, no, you don't disagree with everyone. You you agree with Sean, but you don't yes. disagree with us. But what's the a
1: year is very arbitrary. Like So you can't just pick a random no, time frame I mean, and say that's what it's about. There's people getting into the wire now. Yeah. You know, there's people going back over because they run you run out of TV shows that are modern and then you go, okay, well, what are the classics that I've missed out on, like The Sopranos or something like the that? The West Wing.
2: I have a question. What about, again, I'm not going to say a spoiler because you guys, uh, what about Grey's Anatomy, right? Yeah, you were talking about Grey's Anatomy there, yeah. There's a very famous character in that who's no longer in it. Has actually moved on and doing a different show. Okay, so Sean, here's the
3: difference between you and I think it was Olivia who was just on there, right? Here's the difference between the two of you, right? She was, with, or it was Sue, sorry. Sue's sister was watching Grey's Anatomy or Eeyore or whatever it was. Yeah. And Sue was delighted that her sister was enthralled by the series and enjoying it. You, on the other hand, sit there and go, what, you want to watch Grey's Anatomy? Well, guess what happens to whoever? Like,
4: you just can't say. I just to shout it down the microphone.
1: This is the music. This is that suits the music Say
3: stuff That suits the music Right, this is Say Stuff That Suits The Music Where Dermot is gonna say stuff off the top of his head The suit thing, suit pieces of music he's never heard before in his life Are you ready to rock Mr. Whelan? Do your worst Okay, here we go
1: just what is it about electric car drivers that make them so annoying? Is it the fact that they can't walk past you without telling you how far they got on a single charge? Or is it when they ask you how much you spend weekly on petrol or diesel? Just how good does it feel to drive an electric car? Don't worry, they'll tell you. Don't miss the action this week on Premier Sport with two Premier League games. That should take up about four hours, and for the rest of the week, you're going to have to put up with NASCAR racing from the 1970s, cockfighting, and hand-drawn images of badger baiting from Victorian England. Premier Sports, good a fraction of the time. New to BBC One, a hard-hitting drama. About the fortunes of soldiers returning home from war. Starring Mrs. Brown. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was over there. They were flying bullets and bombs and all kinds of things at me.
5: I nearly missed me bingo. I nearly pissed myself. Robbie me snowballs.
1: Follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. What are you looking for, Tin Man? I'm looking for a heart. And how about you, Scarecrow? I'm looking for a brain. And how about you? I'm looking for a 1998 uh, Nissan Skyline uh, with low-profile rims and all. I've looked everywhere now. buyers guy, the whole thing. We can't find one. To celebrate National Animal
4: Welfare
1: Day... Here's Little Mix and the sheep. <laughs> oh, yeah, feel it. I can feel you touch my body. You can feel it? Can you feel it? I wanna love you tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a dance floor. <laughs>
6: <Isn't it? laughs> <clears throat> <laughs>
1: With a few of the locals like mrs brown hey ian
5: yeah, i'm down here i had a bottle of moonshine earlier His nearly beauty
1: knickers off me here yeah, yeah, give us a go at your banjo you can borrow me g string yeah Somebody says, was Cahill's character entering the cash machine on Ross Naruin last night? <laughs> <laughs> Can he win? What's the story there? That's no. from Vinny and Mayo. He definitely can't win. But if you watched Ross last night,
3: or you've seen it on At Today FM Story today, so you'll see that Cahill's glanced at the menu in Ross Naruin, in, yeah. in Tig Tig, Tig's pub, and then went. No, I'll just have my phone there and Instagram
4: my life away. I did give a look as well, but they cut that bit out. I looked back when they were kind of having a bit of a Barney. They cut that ah, out. Ah, right. Anyway, but my life has changed ever since. I've been getting DMs, Doc O'Shea Mr. me. How <laughs> did he? A couple of pressers onto me, about quotes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Amazing.
3: Uh, we were talking about Oasis and how cool they were. Uh, and I was saying that I agree with Matt Healy that Basically, they'd be the coolest band in the world. if They got together. Someone says, "Oh my God!" Did Dermot just say Beyonce is cooler than
1: Oasis? Send him home, lads. He's obviously not well. No, you see, <laughs> it's not that I don't think Oasis are cool. I, 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 you know, I've if I had a choice between Beyonce or Oasis, I would go and see Oasis. Mm. I love Oasis. The only thing is, I'm old enough now to not think, not expect that whatever I think is cool, other people will. <laughs> and I just suggest that
4: maybe to. What did you call? Twenty-eight. Do you think Oasis yeah. are the coolest band?
2: Is anyone cooler than Oasis? they're really cool I'd 1975 are pretty cool so
3: Matt, Matt from the 1975 who said that you think they're about he, as cool as Oasis yeah he might be a small bit cooler right
1: now ok but, but if they got back together and there was a lot of hype around them would uh, that increase their coolness yes uh, do you think they look like uh, lads in their 50s who dress like they're in their 20s no because I like
4: the way Liam Gallagher dresses. I just bought a parka to be like <laughs> like, like fairness. Uh,
6: Dan Henry's been on to us guys I was at the Liam Gallagher gig last year in Kilmainham a lot of people there, just really wanting to hear the Oasis songs.
0: Mm.
6: I know his new album was pretty cool, but he was fairly shit on the night. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's of course
1: just Dan Henry's opinion, <laughs> well, obviously. Well, fairness too. Like I think it's mad that both both of them sold out Nebworth individually. individually yeah. yeah, you know. And of course that was the that was the classic Oasis gig, that famous Nebworth show. Yeah. So like both of them have individual pulling power. Like now would be the time. You you know, know, it's nothing. not as if there's one weak link. They're both swinging Yeah, we know <laughs> how Beyonce is.
3: I mean, Pamela Joyce, Sean Reedy, everyone trying to get their hands on Ticket Deamer eventually got hers the poor thing. But I'm telling you now, if Oasis came back and put on a world tour, it'd outsell everybody. Yes. Never gonna, never
2: gonna uh, happen. I I, I I'm die like Oasis. I know we, we need we need to get today's role. <laughs> but there was one million people in the queue yesterday for Beyonce in London alone.
3: Two million people for Oasis. Yeah. 10 million in Manchester even though there's only 4 million people there what day's world,
1: <laughs> day's <laughs> world if we don't let him do it he gets ratty ok
3: so in day's world today I'm going to ask a question of my co-host here and you can answer as well on 087-410-102. but this is a trivia question that I think you can bring to the pub and wow your friends ok you ready I saw this on TikTok guys I'm cool I'm down with kids <laughs> what land animal has the biggest eyes what land animal a giraffe is Dermot's guess I'm going to write these down Dermot says a giraffe I'm going
2: to say an elephant Ah! you could say an elephant too. see that's kind
1: of too obvious he wouldn't be asking it if it was the biggest animal I know my giraffe guess was probably (laughs) stupid as well (laughs) he's pretty big it's probably like a stoat and it's like if you actually pull back their eyelids it's the
2: size of seven golf balls if Carl wants to go (laughs) elephant I'll change mine can I change mine yeah Uh, can I say uh, an eagle an eagle
4: what is that (laughs) a land animal
2: it's a land animal animal. Okay, sorry an elephant
7: (laughs) (laughs) an eagle
4: I think it's an ostrich
3: Carl thinks it's an ostrich which is a bird they've got beady eyes it is a land animal
1: beady eyes well I can tell you hold on now give us a clue Um, is it a big huge animal
4: (laughs) is the clue that we're all wrong
3: (laughs) It is a big animal. It's not the biggest animal, but it's not a small, a small animal. It's definitely a big animal.
1: No, not a hippo. Rhino. No, is it something like that? No. A beast?
3: No, it's not a beast. No, I mean, you, I don't think like a cow. It's not terrifying, but I don't think you'd like to be in an enclosure with it. Is my guess a bullock? No, not a bull or a bullock. No, no. An ostrich. Uh, you just determined on the ostrich. Yes, yeah, I am ostrich.
1: Well, don't stop saying ostrich because
4: he is! is right! Yeah. How did you know? How did
1: you know? I just you Did know, you see it, it on a, TikTok just, as well?
4: No, no. no, I honestly just guessed no, no, just actually it. The funny thing answer. was,
3: on the TikTok, it was a guy walking around answer, asking people this question, but they didn't give the bloody answer, which made me then Google it. Ah. And then I found out it was a. So an ostrich yes, has and an, fools. an eight <laughs> centimeter <laughs> eye, okay, which is four times bigger than a human eye. And it's bigger than its brain. In fact, there's very little room left inside an ostrich's head with its two eyes for its brain. So its brain's actually tiny. So it's not very intelligent, obviously. Now, here's another question. What is the largest... What is the mammal with the largest eyes? So obviously an ostrich is a bird and you were saying a few mammals. Um, know, so like,
2: if someone was to define a mammal, what is that? Just, just, <laughs> just if for the people listening at home.
3: A mammal, is, <laughs> a, a, a mammal is an animal that gives birth to its young live I'll uh, tell you. what else is there <laughs> what else is there about mammals remember, is there things like do they, they feed them with milk is that another mammal mammalian trait is it I eagle and ostrich an eagle is a bird so it's not a mammal is it a whale no it's not a whale actually like blue whales for example do have big eyes but they're actually really small for their size of the animal and they're smaller than this animal for example that I'm talking about
4: is it a sea creature nope it's a baboon.
3: It's not a baboon, Cahill. You were right the first time. Uh, we were shit. A babostridge. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what. Okay, I'll narrow it down for you. It's a fairly, what we would describe, normal animal. Like, as in, you know, you'd be, you'd see them around. Like, they're not in the African savannah. A deer. No, but you're on the right track. A horse. horse. Yes! Ah, I said it first.
2: No, I said it first. A horse's
3: eye is about five centimetres. Our own are only two. And again, obviously hidden behind its thing. But if anyone knows horses, you'll know that. And then the final question is: What animal in the world has the largest eyes? Like so much larger than an ostrich. Like I think it's nearly three times the size of an ostrich's eye. I'm
1: going to say eagle. No, Sean, not an eagle. I was wrong. Okay, so you said why did you land animal, animal a and mammal, and, and now just something else. Animal,
3: just animal in general. Largest eye. Have we said it already? No, no, no one said it. Is it a
1: sea creature? Yes.
2: Yeah, it's the things in the octopus. No.
1: Those ray. No. No. Cyclops. <laughs> you can see
3: him! A is not a big eyes! A mythical beast. They come
1: up to the glass.
3: It's an aquarium. S- squid. Oh, who said what? what? Squid. Okay, I need a qualification on the word squid. Giant squid. Okay.
4: <laughs> there is no. no, no. <laughs> stop stop laughing. <laughs> because, no, yes, there here is, is an
3: animal. It's there is cold, an animal. called not it's a giant squid. However, <laughs> there is another animal. The big eyed squid. No.
1: <laughs> stop
5: there's, by your head.
3: There's another animal. That they they discovered the giant squid and went oh I like this squid they discovered squid and went oh look a squid oh my god and then they discovered the giant squid and went what we call him super they went they call him the giant squid because he's so big and then this other thing came along and they went lads we need another qualifying adjective for the squid anyone know ginormous yeah oh like it's giant no giant you've already said gigantic. gigantic yeah keep going
4: great other words
3: nice. massive yeah keep going uh, big incredible <laughs> starts
4: with a c humongous amazingly <laughs> <and physically> large <laughs> catastrophic its eye is 25
3: centimetres across it's nearly a foot in diameter what's it called? I'm asking you one final guess, starts with a C the Crazy. C squid <laughs> no. the correct answer is the colossal, oh. colossal. Oh. it's so big they had to come up with that adjective for it and it has a 25 centimetre diameter eye
4: now Take that to the pub oh, nice. Nice. I'm telling you You'll be the least popular
3: guy around today. Yeah, We all <laughs> got that one right They just you know? go Shh, Watching the match Yeah you did kind they of get one well. You were banging with the ostrich Sean shouted they, horse George And now it's you. you get any I said squid Three, three seconds Three giant seconds Silly squid Team Colossal squid
1: <laughs>
3: That's not as cool As an Oasis song I'm just going to say it There's no argument Beyonce's cool and all, but she's not as cool as Oasis, like playing Don't Look Back in Anger and Wonderwall.
1: Well, and she was selling it. out everything. And as you said, there was a million people in the queue for her London show. They're all their closest, but she's going to do five in London, and you might be able to see her in Cardiff, Sunderland, or Edinburgh as well. Yeah, but It's all happening in May.
3: They're
2: all sold out now, though.
1: Yeah, totally
3: gone. Um, when Beyonce says temporary in that song, is anyone else hearing Tipperary? Shirley Cahill's picked that up. Have you, you're hearing that, no? No. Temporary, Tipperary. And what's the name of the squid? I was laughing so hard at the chaos that my headphones fell off, so scared it. It was the colossal squid is the animal with the biggest eye in the world. I'm telling you, bring it to the boozer, see what your friends think. Do the quiz. it going got to be the crack. It's not going well, lads. Like, th- this is the soundtrack to my life right now.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Running around the place, chasing my tail, and nothing is going right. So, about a week and a half ago, I brought you the story of the Banshee in my boiler. Yes. So we watched the Banshees of Inish here, and my missus made the comment that night that there's no banshee in it, really. We're like, oh, yeah, there's your woman who does the kind of death predictions. or Not the traditional banshee who wails. Then about half six in the morning after watching it, this noise. Oh, you can't hear that noise. Hang on. This noise. This is in our bedroom. I followed the source of the noise and I found it. It was my boiler. This is up close to the boiler.
2: Cahill coined the phrase the banshee of Port Marna. Yes. <laughs> or was that me? <laughs> no, no, I'll take that. That's good. I'll take it. <laughs> but here's the thing. I have
3: a brilliant plumber. How are you, Trevor? And he sorts me out all the time. Whatever
2: needs to be done, I just go, boom. Text See, Trevor. He's there within minutes. He's... <laughs> you've Kind of mixers, he does for you, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm I'm Trevor. All, all plumbers do that, John. <laughs> That's how they
3: work. John loves a good mixer, yeah. So, I was trying to Trevor sent in the video, and what's this? He's like, Oh, yeah, you need an ideal boiler gas valve. I'm like, Cool, you say all those words, I don't care what you're talking about. Can I get it? He's like, No, 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 I'll pick it up for you, okay? So, this was like a week and a half, nearly two weeks ago, yeah. There is a worldwide shortage of gas valves, mm. so. He has not been able to get me the gas valve. So this has been going on, like, every, like, 20 minutes. Ah, Dave. I cannot explain to you how loud that is outside my house, right? Because it's not just, like, disturbing me and my family in our house, which it is doing. yeah. But the boiler, obviously, is attached to the side of the wall. It's got a vent on it to let the steam and whatever go out. So it's just sounding all over Port Marnica down onto the beach, this weird thing, right? So it got so bad yesterday that I texted my next-door neighbour, Miriam, just to say, look, just to so let you know, I am chasing this gas valve. I'm trying to get it. There's a shortage. She's like, and I thought my wife had said something to her before. Okay. She's like, oh, my God. I thought I was losing my mind and I had some (laughs) kind of ear infection because I was going to call into you to ask you could you hear the noise? Dave, like how have your neighbours not killed you? I don't know and that's why I'm so glad they're so
4: sound and they all... Imagine being on the beach though. Like you're very close to the beach, your house. Yeah. Imagine hearing this as you're walking along the beach. I'd be running. (laughs) I'd be running
3: away. Well, here's the thing. It's been bad. Trevor's been searching for this valve I've even put it on my Instagram to ask if anybody can like maybe some lad listening now maybe you have
2: one in your van Dave this is what you call public service broadcasting yes. you know? yeah. which, Mar- is not our, which is not our mandate we, you, we've you know Marion and Dave Moore well uh, here's the thing answering the questions that people want there's get been, Dave a valve there's been a
3: further disaster this morning so I decided last night I would turn the boiler off to prevent that noise happening at night and waking me and my neighbours and yeah. whatever so that meant when I turned the boiler off, there was no hot water this morning. So much as Pamela Joyce was slagging us yesterday saying the room smelled of boys, I didn't have a shower. Okay,
4: oh, okay. Um, I didn't have a shower. Oh, you sicko. Of- you and Sean this morning. <laughs> no, I,
3: I showered today. I, I put the welfare of my neighbours ahead of my personal cleanliness, okay? <laughs> okay, sounds fair. However, my wife texted me this morning while we were during our pre-show meeting, and I had to stop the meeting to go, lads, I have to deal with this. Yeah. There's now water... Coming through my ceiling in my brand new kitchen, down onto my very expensive floor. And we've now got a wok underneath it and it's
4: filling up all the time. Like,
2: and okay, nothing's on. Know.
4: And is a wok.
3: The best Sorry, thing you, you can a, do. A, you know,
2: pots <laughs> <Wax> are huge. A <laughs> uh, bucket.
4: Uh, get a bucket. No, no a no. wok is a
2: terrible a idea. It's a great idea. I think
3: you need it's to got get got the two handles. I know, it's massive.
2: No. Wait, what? A walk is not the right thing to fill water. How into.
4: big is your walk? It's massive. Like,
2: you've got to have a big walk and you can cook them for six people, Carl. I think you need, like, a basin or something. No, anyway, the point
4: the walk is not the issue, guys. The <laughs> walk well, is, is not the, the walk issue. Is the yeah, issue. <laughs> I think there's a bit of an issue
3: with the walk. What I want to know this morning from someone who's far more qualified than I am <laughs> is the boiler valve in any way related? To what is now dripping into my kitchen, or is this a complete coincidence? And I just need a new bathroom.
2: Your house is just falling apart. It's just falling it's apart. Time for you to leave. It's the banshee. It the is, banshee is it ripping is. your. How old is your boiler that you can't get to n- fix like that? N- put in like a year and a half ago.
4: You're the, usually you're the man. I can't believe you. You're just not like running away at this. I am a.
3: Ma- I will take on anything except plumbing water I will not touch because you need to have the qualification now fairness, I won't even go near electricity okay I'll I'll rewire a plug or a light or whatever like I'm, but I'm not I'm there's no way I go into electrics or plumbing their
2: skill sets I do not
3: have yeah.
2: so, so Dave what is the name of the valve you are looking for ideal
3: logic gas Valve.
2: Oh, one of them! Uh, ha, ha, Ideologic gas valve. <laughs> if anybody
3: okay. can help me and stop
1: this water f- like cascading down into my beautiful yeah. new kitchen. <laughs> if anyone has to thought <laughs> out
4: to be a big pot or a gate or something. Tracy is, is we teaching out to walk at home.
3: Yeah. Been struggling, lads, struggling. I've been telling you that my woes at the moment. So been hearing this noise out of my boiler. like incessantly for almost two weeks and I've been trying to I I figured out earlier on well I didn't figure it out My plumber figured it out straight away oh yeah you need a a valve for your boiler I can't get the valve anywhere he searched high and low it's just not happening and John's been on with an observation Dave
4: that sound your boiler's making the first two notes of it sound like the first two notes from the close encounters of the third kind
3: I'm glad you find it so funny. Because by the way, John, it's been combined with a massive leak into my kitchen. I don't know if it's connected, but I think you're right, because here is what I'm hearing in my gaff. And here's Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which only people of a certain vintage will remember. I wonder if John got a bit of perfect pitch, because the very first note is exactly the same note. That's amazing. Uh, Right, but to the phones, we may well have an answer to all of this. Paul Lonigan's in Cork. How are you, Paul? How are you getting on? Paul, I'm looking for uh, an Ideal Logic gas valve. Are you going to yeah. tell me some good news here now, Paul?
6: I have some good news here. There's one in the back of the bed. Ah, oh, you <laughs> legend.
3: Now, here's the other question. Where are you? I'm in Cork. <laughs> <sure. laughs> well, that's maybe a little bit less good news then, because I'm in Dublin. <laughs> yeah.
6: We're just sticking in the park. Well,
3: Paul, if you left now, you'd nearly be up here by the time the show oh, is finished. Like, so I mean, you've so nothing so else to be doing, I'm sure.
6: Oh yeah, yeah! All oh, the lights and
3: fires are like that. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. Where are you working? I'm, um, I'm working in Cork. Yeah, but for who? Do you want to I give anyone a plug, like... or are you happy to just keep it yeah, keep it yeah. anonymous?
6: No, no, no. Just um, no, be sure
5: to tell the lights in fires.
3: Alright, so that's where you're working and you've got all the boys in there working away, right, and yeah, yeah well look They're
5: all up the working
3: yeah. I will get in touch with you after the show and we'll figure out how to get <laughs> this bloody valve to my gaff so I can stop this incessant noise and hopefully solve the leak yeah. at the same time Come here, thanks a million no Alright Paul, no you're a legend, no go on, no see ya, bye bye no And thanks to everybody who got in touch with suggestions I know my Instagram is flooded with suggestions at Today FM. but thank you very much to
1: everybody who's done that I really appreciate it Labs, there's rumours that the Spice Girls are set to reunite. Well, there's always rumours that they're set to reunite. But however, a bit more definite this time, perhaps, a King Charles' coronation later this year. Oh, yeah. Because they are, I guess, you know, very representative of British music in that one of the characters used to constantly dress in a Union jacket. <laughs> I, think she, I think she literally <laughs> did that once, but yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, all of the members of the band worked with the Prince's Trust at some point when Charles was a prince, you see. Okay. So now it's calling in the favours. So I don't know if this is just a one-off. I did they so. did they do a big tour reunion? Did thing? they did Crow park? What? They did it park? Oh yeah, was did it any good? Yeah, it was pure class. Did you go? <laughs> yes. And did, like... Was it good? <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It wasn't as good as in 1990.
3: Oh, what year was it when they did the, th- the point two nights in a row and I went to both nights with my friend Richie? We had a ball. I can't remember what year that was. Is that 97, maybe? Yeah, someone remind me of 87 it's 102 but it was pure class. The Kroger one was amazing. Did they
1: run out of tunes? Or no. Do they have enough they tunes? Have
3: so many hits. Not wall-to-wall hits. In fact, you're still going,
1: oh, they never played.
3: And listen, were off. they all there?
1: No, Posh didn't do it. Oh, the Posh really didn't do it. Didn't. No, no, no. Pick no, no. up. But is she going to do the Prince's Trust? Well, you're the one with the princess Trust Info. I only have three lines on it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we don't know.
3: We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Faye, Faye's been in touch. I blame Sean. Sean. Poor research. Poor. Faye's been in touch on zero eight seven four one hundred one zero two.
7: Dave, you are so right. I've never even tasted coffee because it just it's like acid up my nostrils when it comes near my mouth. It's disgusting. If it makes you feel a shock face, why would you drink it? <laughs> yeah, you
3: know, people when they drink their first sip of coffee and they go yeah, mm, and make a weird face and I go, no, I love it. I really love it. It's gorgeous.
1: It's the same thing if you see someone uh, smoking a cigarette and they go (laughs) and make a face like, or or drinking a sip of whiskey. It's like, oh, this is delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Your body is rejecting it (laughs) as it happens. It's uh, it's just just drugs. That's all it is. just Just drugs. Drugs are fine.
3: Drugs are good, okay? Now, we promised you a little while ago that we would bring you an Irish footballer turned ballroom sensation And she traded her Rovers jersey for dancing shoes. Not for a Bose jersey, unfortunately. When she joined the cast of Dancing with the Stars 2023, it's Stephanie Roach. She's on the line. How are you, Stephanie? Hey, Dave. All
8: good. Thanks for having me on.
3: Not at all. Listen, we're we're always talking to you when you're trying something absolutely insane. Whether it's, (laughs) you know, uh, winning awards for one of the best goals scored or if it's like trying to do the uh, insane... um, the, what's the name of the TV show again? Hell Week Hell Week, that's the one, that's the one uh, and now Dancing with the Stars, which lots of people who we've spoken to who do Dance with the Stars say it is one of the toughest things they've ever had to do because of the training involved, as someone who's a professional athlete, do you find the training tough for Dancing with the Stars?
8: Yeah, like obviously it's different more than tough, like I feel like, obviously I'm in pre-season at the moment and i I'd definitely say my pre-season is harder <laughs> um, but like it's just new to you, it's new movements you are using different parts of your body, like my ankles and all have been killing me more than anything you know like but like it's just it's just different more than anything to be honest and
3: in pre-season I mean you know you'll be a little bit ahead of the game I'd say in terms of the fitness that you've built up uh, you know by doing Dancing with the Stars but at the same time is the club not a bit like uh, Steph would you not hurt your ankles please in pre-season
8: <laughs> no to be fair the club have been great like obviously before I, I saw him for so I let them know that I'd already agreed to do Dancing with the Stars and they kind of agreed to do Dancing with the Stars maybe thinking I wasn't sure if I'd play this season, you know. Yeah. I kind of wasn't sure where my head was at in terms of football. So it was kind of one of those things where the opportunity came to sign a professional contract with Rovers and something new within the league and, and I thought I'd give it a chance but obviously as I said I, I spoke to the club and they, they understood the, um, the kind of position that I was in and they've been very supportive they really
3: have Yeah talk to us about the, the football and, and where that is in your head and also the league and everything because we, obviously last night uh, we saw that uh, yesterday afternoon it was the um, the launch of the league and everything you know for for the new season and you did uh, as a Bose fan it pains me to say you did sign <laughs> for Rovers um, but like how do you feel about football in general you said you were, you, you were maybe thinking that maybe you wouldn't play this season is that play you wouldn't play the season as in you might retire altogether or you might just might play this particular season?
8: Yeah, well, I kinda of just I don't know, like obviously the last couple of seasons of team mount we we kinda of lost the the league title of mm. the last last kick of the game nearly two seasons ago and then last season kind of it was a bit bit poor overall and they kinda of just felt like, oh, I was just was hitting that stage where I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Obviously I still have a huge love for the game I think obviously Ireland qualifying for the World Cup was was really proud moment for all of us who've been involved in football so I just think I just was thinking what am I going to do you know you always get yeah. those moments at the end of every season especially like I'm 33 you know, at the moment and just got married last year myself and Dean obviously would love to start a family so you kind of just all these moments like, all these thoughts go through yeah. your head you know it's just trying to well, decide what you want to do more than anything you know
3: yeah plus I mean you've carved out such a, a great career as a, a footballer but also now like I love your analysis on the games I love the when I see you on the telly I know I'm going to get sensible analysis even if it is now from a Rovers player um, <laughs> but uh, but no I do I love it I, I love you doing that and and obviously the women's game is exploding I mean I'm involved at a very basic level with the under nines so I do some work with the Irish women's team as well and it is just so phenomenal to see them qualify for the biggest tournament possible it's just unbelievable
8: Yeah it really is and look for me as I said as, as someone who's been part of the game for as long as I have like to see the growth has been unbelievable you know like obviously I've been a player within the team for a long time but I'm also a big fan of women's football you know so for me to see it finally starting to get some recognition and obviously the girls making the breakthrough and getting to a major tournament like it's it's just great to see, and long may it continue. I think we've we fought to try and get better treatment, than we've got it, and we just need to keep on pushing and trying to get better and better as it goes. Yeah, and doesn't
3: it just go to show that when, you know, the playing field is leveled a little bit, how impressive the women's team can be and qualify for a major tournament? I mean, the last time the men qualified for a World Cup was 2002. Obviously, we've had uh, Poland and France in the Euros, but the, here we are now going to a World Cup in Australia and New Zealand this summer. It's going to be phenomenal. But look, you'd be used to, I suppose, the difficulty of... You know, criticism from a coach or whatever, and certainly when you did Hell Week, you would have gotten that as well. But, um, how do you feel the judges have been to you on Dancing with the Stars? Uh, you know, I might feel a little bit like that they're, they're harsh on you. Do you feel the same?
8: <laughs> I'm glad you said it and I didn't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Which means you definitely do feel the same. Yeah, I
8: look, like, as you said there, like, as a footballer, like, throughout the years, I've had to take criticism and you don't kind of get to the level that I've got to without taking it on board, you know, mm. so. I'm happy enough to take criticism I just think sometimes particularly on Sunday like for me to give like a football analogy I think it felt like me scoring a hat and coming in and the manager telling me I didn't do well because <laughs> yeah, I genuinely yeah. thought I danced quite well <laughs> so like when the comments came I was just like what the hell?" like I genuinely it took me back a little bit you know so Obviously, I think for me, when I'm on something like that, obviously it's new to me, it's new to everybody, and like I just kind of want them to be fair and be comparable yeah. across the board. And as long as I get that, I won't complain, you know. But well, well, for me, I just cool. felt Sunday particularly was a bit harsh. Was a bit harsh,
3: yeah. yeah. yeah no, I think and let's go back to a more positive one because in week three, <laughs> after you danced to Charleston, this was the reaction that you got. <laughs>
0: Seth, do you know what? Do you know how many people this week came to me saying, Arthur, you're such a meanie, giving
3: full to but <laughs> I was like, I have to do my job. But then I can guarantee you this week it won't be happening because you came back with a second. Yeah. Brian.
4: Here we go.
2: Here we go. I'm just. Um, I'm looking for the Stephanie that was here from two weeks ago because I don't know who that was. That was totally different. I mean, the charisma, the exuberance, the enjoyment you showed in that performance. Keep it like that.
0: Whoa. Yeah, that's that's
3: more like the reaction we want from from the Stephanie dance. And as a an athlete, professional athlete, I mean, you you're very competitive. We saw that even in Hell Week. Like, so you you want to win this, right?
8: I look, like I'm obviously very realistic as well, you know, like I've like, come into this like never danced before like I've always wanted to learn to dance and that's kind of the reason why I said I take it on, you know, and obviously to get Air um training yeah. and making like, rehearsals and stuff has been amazing, you know, so for me it's just taking each week as it's come, I think I've done that, like I think looking back over the last five weeks I've improved every week and that's kind of what I set out to do, you know, like yeah. I just kind of said, look, just keep on going, and doing it every week and see how you get on and like at the moment again I'm just like very it's like I've obviously been a footballer my whole life so I'm <laughs> taking it one game at a time as they yeah. say like you know I'm just trying to improve and, and learn as best I can every week and because I said I'm enjoying everything with with the the rehearsing and and learning new steps and learning new dances
3: Yeah and enjoying it is the most important thing Yeah
8: exactly And look let's bring
3: it back to the football then for a minute because obviously with the the start of the new season uh, Rovers have come back as a professional team they've signed pretty much everybody they can sign from all the other teams around the league I mean is the pressure on to win this season do you have to come finish the season with a trophy do you think?
8: look obviously when you go to a club like Rovers, the, the men's team have done like ridiculously well over the last number of years um, for me it, it was kind of I just needed a change you know I needed to go somewhere and just kind of change something and mm. have a new challenge and, and that's kind of what it was about for me obviously getting professional contracts into the league I think is what we should be striving for Yeah. Um, obviously it's nowhere near where it needs to be in terms of the, the financial of course side not, of things yeah. but, like, it, it's, but it But it, it has helps. to start somewhere yeah Exactly. Exactly. So for me, look, we're obviously a very new team. We had our first preseason game during uh, last week. A lot of new players coming together. It's going to take us time to gel, obviously, but I think it's going well in terms of even just the training with Collie and Kieron is being brilliant, um, and look, I'm enjoying it so far, so look, just yeah, hope you well, we can gel together and, and start the season well.
3: Any team with One Gorman, Stephanie Roach and Savannah McCarthy, and it is going to do fairly well, I think. Well, look, <laughs> we wish you the best for the rest of Dancing with the Stars, and although it pains me to say it, I wish you the best for the Rovers for the
4: season. <laughs> but come here,
3: no, <laughs> that's honestly, it's great. great seeing you doing all these things, and uh, it's great to talk to you as well. So congratulations on all the success, and we'll talk again soon.
8: Thanks, Dave.
1: Dave's World, Dave world if we don't let him do it he gets ratty.
3: Okay so I asked everyone a question what does a newborn elephant suck to make itself feel good? Some reaction on 0874100102, most of which we can't read out in the radio yeah. but Eugene does say that does the baby elephant suck eggs? No and a lot of people got it right. Jason and Dungarvan, Kieran and got it. They suck their own trunks. Well, I was going to say oh,
2: feet. No. I was going to say, why don't you go around and ask us for our? Because <laughs> <'cause> you're <laughs> going to be stupid. I just
3: wanted to get it out of the way not embarrass you guys. But they do, I suppose in the same way that like, you know, kids who suck soothers or dodies or whatever people call them, just put them in the mouth and then whatever. They do the same thing. They put their trunk in and they suck it and it kind of calms them.
2: What is it? Now, I obviously had one when I was a child. Mm. What is it about dodies that kids just like they're like they're like adults with cigarettes in their mouths like they just they need their hit at them what sensation do they feel i suppose Soothing. it's
3: just the sucking as in what they when they feed obviously on a bottle or a nipple or whatever they that's what they they're mimicking the same thing and they get satisfaction and comfort from the food so this is like a placebo effect of that so they're not getting any food but they're just getting that comforting feeling of constantly yeah <sniffs> although i do remember my son Sam He wasn't even two He was about 18 months old And we found him downstairs at night Like just heard a noise in the kitchen And went in and was, he was there And was like What are you doing? And he went Put this in bin <laughs> And he put his own soother in the bin We'd never even said to him like You know Oh when you're a big boy now We'll put it in the bin We didn't care We were like whatever I saw mine until I was seven and then he yeah, and he literally just got up at eighteen months, got out of bed, came downstairs, put in the bin, and that was he never
4: went near it again. We have no idea where it came from. We, what age did you say he was? Eighteen months old. Weird. Yeah.
2: like you were about tw- twenty one? <laughs> stuck in your tongue. Like I've heard of kids like who have been playing and then run up, take it off the table, take a quick hit, quick hit, and then throw it back. <laughs>
3: Tonight. not sure who I'm these kids are <laughs> you're around with, but okay. Uh, let's get some more stuff In 1907, an ad campaign for Kellogg's Corn Flakes offered a free sample of the cereal to any woman who would go in and wink at her grocer So you go into the green grocers, the news agents the supermarket, whatever, and you give an a little wink and the green grocer would give you a sample of Corn Flakes But what's weird about this why? is well, <laughs> A, that's just weird anyway But B, Mr. Kellogg was a religious nut. Do you know why he invented Corn Flakes? to get you to stop fondling yourself. Oh, yeah, that's true. He invented yeah, cornflakes. Yeah. In, and I'm going to use a word now that will not, don't worry, won't offend anybody who's too young to understand. He, <laughs> he he developed it for its anti-masturbatory characteristics. So he thought it was so boring that it wouldn't fuel the libido of people yeah. who wanted to, you know, yeah, look after yeah.
2: themselves. And he's he was clearly like, wrong. Well... I don't know, are you turned on my cornflakes? <laughs> no, but like, eating cornflakes is not going to not make me turn Yeah,
4: and I bet you, from my experience of of uh, these kind of deals and stuff that Kellogg's do, I bet you go into the grocers and link at them and they say, no, we don't accept <laughs> that here. Uh, humans are
3: the only animals who blush. Have you ever seen an embarrassed dog? Like, have you ever catch your dog doing something they're not supposed to do? They do get embarrassed, but they don't blush. Humans are the only animals that blush. Interesting. Um... And I'm going to Disneyland in Florida in April with the family. Can't wait! But apparently there are 200 feral cats in <laughs> Disneyland, but they're they're left there and looked after by the staff because what they do is they look after the rodent problems or the oh, potential yeah. rodent problems. They're all spayed, they're all neutered, and they're given like room and board and medical care and food and everything they need. But they're not anyone's cats. Two hundred really, of them. I really hope I see them when I go over there.
2: Interesting Disneyland cats. Yeah. Uh, that's Dave's world Dave. I Today have an uh, update my mom just said I never had a Dodie or whatever they're called pacifier you never had one so Patricia well, why, says why did you say that you had one I, well, I just assumed I had one I didn't know I was a deprived childhood <laughs> that's what's wrong <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's bro- what happened finally
4: terrible parents <laughs> <That's> why <laughs> you're always cranky man <laughs> Sheeran's
3: actually doing a couple of interesting bits. So he's on tour, and he's down in New Zealand, and I love this. He just went into Hobbiton, which is the kind of, after the movie Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit everything was made in New Zealand, they have opened up the sh- the Shire, where the Hobbits are from, and you can go and visit it, I suppose, like a little bit of a theme park or whatever. But he went in there and found out there were some guests in there from... Denmark, and he went and played them a tune. Listen to this, this is from his Instagram.
1: So for my birthday, I've decided to go to Hobbiton. So what song did I sing for The Hobbit? I know what it is, but I don't listen to it. <laughs> Dear, happy happy
6: birthday.
1: birthday. I want to share my birthday cake. They're not the birthday cake clothes. And the Green Dragon has been booked out, so we're going to go and play I See Fire for a bunch of Danish people
0: who have travelled to not hear Icy Fire.
5: Deep, careful water,
6: my soul. Fire oh, my
3: That is so cool if you were just in like Hobbiton having a Hobbit experience and then Ed Sheeran walks out and just plays music for you. He's also nominated for a Brit this weekend and it's the first time a Christmas song has ever been nominated for a Brit it says Merry Christmas everyone with Elton John so fingers crossed he wins that one I like Christmas songs do nice good things uh, right now though uh, our next guest is one of Ireland's funniest men he's just back off a huge tour with one of my favourite comedians as well Kevin Bridges now he's back on the road bringing his own show well what did you expect it's called to a town near you good morning Carl Spain hi Not Derman. <laughs> I've been called many day. things and Not Derman is definitely one of them uh, it's, it's such a compliment it is <laughs> <laughs> it actually genuinely is well, you know, he'll be disappointed to miss you in fairness you and he get on famously both Limerick fellas well, yeah we one were talking is, last night funny.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about our new project um, oh yeah yeah
4: and
5: listen, you know he's not here for so long he has to be doing something so I don't know he's
3: going to be doing something with his time
5: Carolyn, term it sounds you know, I don't know yeah there's we'll something do, about it who we'll do the Limerick angle <laughs> uh, uh, come here tour oh yeah tour great you, idea do you enjoy touring it depends Mhm. So I've had the joyous job of being the support act on tour. But like, I did it for Ed Byrne. Um, I did a short one. I did Dara Breen's tour sure. 20-something years ago when I did four dates and made more money than yeah. he did <laughs> on the whole tour. Dara, I think, lost money. He's done well since. So he so has. I, I, don't think, okay. I don't think he minds it coming on. No, he's
3: probably
5: okay. Um, i supported Ed Byrne um, for about three months in England, oh, 12 years ago. Oh, wow. And it's gorgeous because you, you, you do 20, 25 minutes... Um, and then you're not nice You're staying in nice hotels. You're yeah. getting fed. So I've come off um, talking with Kevin Bridges, which I could do for the rest of my life. I'm not surprised. Can I just
3: tell you this? I think Kevin Bridges is probably the funniest human that's ever lived. But also, I think I can do an impersonation of him. Oh, Kevin Bridges. that's.
5: No, that's. I agree completely with, with, the, with the first, first statement. <laughs> so, what I'll say to
3: you is, this is my impression of Kevin Bridges. Who I think speaks like this, because he's from Glasgow, and goes up and down, and breaks things off in the middle. So, do you think this is the way
5: Kevin Bridges delivers his stand-up oh, to these people? <laughs> <laughs> you do it. You do the cadence. You do the the voice, but you don't quite have. It's not enough. You don't Glass-wage quite have and, enough. Yeah. You do the pattern of speech, but. 'Cause I think uh, I've listened to him enough. I love him so much. No, that is that you sound more you sound you sound more and I don't mean this as a distant Kevin, you sound more educated Scotland. You <laughs> set you're leaning towards Edinburgh there. And I wanna know ple- like I've uh, been in Scotland too many times. Yeah. <laughs> Please
3: please tell me he's as sound as I hope oh, No, I've interviewed him once and it was an, literally a pleasure but is he genuinely sound in I, life?
5: I think without question he's the best comedian of his generation like I don't think I don't even think it should be a do- I can't even think of someone else that would go again he's t- he only just turned 36 yes, so young. but he's a phenomenal human being yeah yeah, that's probably why we get on so well. Yeah. <laughs> Opposite tracks. <of Shrax>. No. <laughs> I'm very much the Dermot. Day. <laughs> and, it's,
3: and when you're on tour, obviously, look, you know, you know, you are part of the whole machine, and his is a machine. Let's it's, face it, it, it is
5: massive, but it's a, like we'd be in a little bubble. Um, the tour manager his agent would be there a lot of the time or there was someone from production from his agency there was uh, security you know and the worst I think the worst time on the tour was London when everyone else got COVID except me? Oh no! <laughs> I was like, I mean, I, great for you, but no. It's like finding out there was another WhatsApp group, yeah. and I was the only one. On it. <laughs> <laughs> I was genuinely the tone manager got it, whoever he got it, and passed it on to everybody. Right. Like literally, every we, we had a few days off, so every one of us is looking and gone. We're all gone home now, and oh, we know no. the symptoms are going to show. But the tour manager, he left a day early. Someone came in to fill in for him, and then everyone was texting the WhatsApp, going, "Yeah, got it." Got it. it. Up and I didn't. And I was like, Matt <laughs> Is there other meals that you have that I don't know about? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and
5: did it threaten? Did it like scupper any dates? No, it didn't. It literally, it was the way that the schedule worked mm. that there was dates had been moved, so there was a couple of days off afterwards. Okay. So, so I was I, but it was genuinely one of those things of so, oh my god but I'd had in <laughs> fairness to me, I had a vomiting bug the week before. So Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they, and none of them got
4: that. Wh- so <laughs> <laughs> what are his audiences like?
5: They're they're great, but they're massive. So it's like like we did we um, we did, like, we did Aberdeen in this arena that's been rebuilt, and uh, you could put a football pitch on the ground floor. I think it's like 13,000, 14,000 Oh, people. my God. And you're looking out, and I went out for a walk. It was like show's about starting 20 minutes, and it's pretty full. You're looking yeah. at it going, good, there's, you know, they're kind of good giving you a percentage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, before I go on, we've 93% in. Oh, before, you know, every yeah. once, so you're going, brilliant. And, uh, but I went out for a walk, and then you went out the back. Where the people are buying drinks. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, It's like the busiest airport to train. And I'm like, <laughs> all these people have still it's to fit still in, come in to this.
3: Oh my God. So
5: you put it like, and he did Glasgow in a similar size venue for 16 nights, and he could have done another 10. He only did Glasgow and Aberdeen in this space. Like, it's ridiculous. That's he did amazing. the Tree Arena for four nights. Yeah. And I got more from that than yeah. <laughs> twenty-three <laughs> years of comedy. Yeah. We we were in. We did. A, I did a European tour with him in 2019, and we in Reykjavik. We met Bill Burr. Yeah, I went to see Bill Burr in Reykjavik, and it was a, this massive arena. I'm going. Iceland has 350,000 people.
3: <laughs> Ten percent. They're American. all here. <laughs> The tour you're on You are doing Some of the best venues There are around the place Correct Roisin Dove and Galway Come on Amazing uh, Crown Life Spirit Store Cavanagh's in Port Leash Dolan's Warehouse in Limerick, Homecoming Homecoming Beautiful Proper room with the TLT, Liberty Hall in Dublin, Riverside in Colrain, Nerf Center in Derry, and Limelight One in Belfast. That's a
5: that's a hell I can't of a tour. believe you've learned it off, <laughs> I'm
3: just I just I like to prep for my super guests. Fan. I am super fan. <laughs> I know I'm all from, of your dates.
5: I've learned, I watched you on YouTube many times. <laughs> I've learned all hold you. I speak English
3: just like you. Well, you're a big fan of German, Dave, and I. I was. I think it special on the radio we've was, ever had in the country. Well, that's a ridiculous thing to say, but thank you. But I also know you're genuine because I was. I read it in, in an interview recently in the Indo. Today. You shouted, "Oh, it was the best radio show!" And I was like,
5: "Girl, that's genuinely really, really nice." Very. I I forgot I did that. (laughs) And here is your tenor. I would have, I would have expected um, uh, a message on social or text message or whatever. (laughs) But I would have seen big hands. And you you never came back to me when I sent it on Facebook. Shop. I, do you remember this? No. The, on Facebook shop, the, 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 you know, so you could have, like, cars, DVDs, yeah. this. Yeah, But tools, and it was a picture of the two of <laughs> I, I haven't picture. seen that. Tools. I said, I definitely sent it to term uh, tools, and it was uh, der, a picture of the t- your, your promo shot. Brilliant. And I was like, like, what? I don't even know how that's happened, you know. But I'm so I'm glad it did. someone's slagging? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Bad jokes is one of my favorite parts yes. of the show, and you—you you have often sent me bad jokes, Cross Ben. I must thank you for them, because they, they are vital.
5: Yeah, they're, they're so bad, they've never made the show. Oh, they <laughs> the show. don't you lie about it! They have made the show. i once—I hope I haven't sent already. Okay, but go on, these go on. are... These are my, 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 I I never, I don't, this is, people are going, Go. we must go see that show. And now they hear these jokes and go, um, (laughs) when is, oh, I think, oh, It's Love Island on that night. Um, No, these are Dave's bad jokes type jokes. Yes, my two passions in life Mm? are making the perfect dessert or trying to destroy a computer conglomerate. So if you wonder where Carl is, I'm trying to make apple crumble.
4: (laughs)
8: Yes,
5: Carl Spade. I used to be a trapeze act, but I got let go. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, he's not even reading yeah, his own yeah, yeah. By the way, these are written down. He's
3: genuinely yeah, yeah. made notes of these jokes. They're not things he's reading off
5: his phone. Mike, this is, this, I, I, I like this one. Okay. But I, I know everyone would hate it. <laughs> um, my girlfriend funded my university education in the north of England. Oh. Oh, she put me through Hull. <laughs> Yeah. There, uh, then there's a series. This is like a, a writing. <laughs> oh, so annoyed. This is like a writing exercise. My friends all agreed that my last girlfriend was a cracker. Well, they said she looked like Robbie Coltrane. <laughs> my friends oh, <laughs> all agreed with that. My last girlfriend was a fox. Well, they said they saw her eating out of bins. <laughs> my, <laughs> my friends all agreed that my last girlfriend could have been Miss Universe. Well, they said look, she looked like Krista Berg was her dad. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And so many of you were so sound getting in touch, offering to drive parts from Cork to Dublin for me and all. There was no need, but thank you, everyone. Uh, come here, it's a big weekend in the U.S. Super Bowl is on. And Mark Hogan, who's a man that you'll recognize off the radio because he's always doing the traffic with Ian Dempsey and Matt Cooper. But he's also an NFL nut and the host of the Pro Football Ireland podcast, the hub for American football in Ireland. And right now he's in Arizona at the Super Bowl to give us all the latest on the Super Bowl, but let's be honest, mostly about Rihanna and the Super Bowl ads and everything else we're really excited about. Mark, how are you? Dave, what's the story? All the way
0: from Phoenix, going back to Dublin. It's a pleasure to be talking to you.
3: Yeah, and great to have somebody on the ground filling us in on the Super Bowl. Obviously one of the biggest sporting events in the world, and a very exciting one. And one of those things, I suppose, that captures the imagination of the audience around the world even if NFL rarely does for most of us Mark and maybe not you but for most of us uh, it rarely does at any other time of the year and all of a sudden it's like oh my god he yeah, had the Super Bowl let's talk about that uh,
0: so tell us what you're over there doing the game of American football is certainly growing in Ireland even we have it on Irish TV for I think the first time ever the Super Bowl that is and it's it's growing and growing and growing and I guess there's a couple of us now uh, over here myself and Mike McWay that I guess we started out on Twitter doing a podcast and we've grown to the level now that we're able to cover it for an Irish audience like there is I guess it really does live on Twitter this sport in Ireland uh, but there's a very passionate fan base there and even when we go to places like London where I have the games now or even Germany this year had its first game there's yeah. always an Irish element to it and I don't know we're kind of over here hearing murmurings that maybe in the next 10 years Ireland itself again it, would get it get a game so uh yeah that,
3: we, we have the stadium. I mean, if you think about the Aviva or Crow Park, I mean, they could definitely handle the numbers and make it look like it should do. I suppose there are size issues, aren't they? I mean, the American football pitch is not exactly the same size as a soccer pitch or a GA pitch.
0: Well, it works out perfectly because we do have the Aviva and we have a massive game this year uh, with Notre Dame playing. And I suppose it's to test, I suppose, if the Americans are coming out here. But the biggest thing that we have as Irish people is the gift of the gab and we also yeah. have a fantastic relationship with the pittsburgh steelers who wear a shamrock on their shirt because of the rooney family former ambassador to the country so i think that is a massive element and we'll be looking forward to that over in the next few years to see well maybe the steelers kind of enter the market a bit more as we grow the game that gets bigger with the fans over here That would be amazing.
3: Okay, well, look, for those of us who are not as obsessed as you are about NFL, (laughs) uh, fill us in on who's playing and who the favorites are, and then we'll talk all the other exciting stuff like halftime shows after that. But So who's in the final?
0: In the Super Bowl, you have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. The Chiefs, I suppose, if you're a bit in tune with the sport, you'll know that they've been there thereabouts ever since Patrick Mahomes, their quarterback, came on the scene. They last won it three years ago. They were in the final two years ago. Whereas the Philadelphia Eagles won it five years ago. And I guess if you want the the short end of it, it's the Chiefs are always reckoned to go there. The Philadelphia Eagles this year were a bit more like an Arsenal say in the Premier League. that right. they, they had a really good roster, but they were kind of under the radar. But then when they started to perform well, everyone said, well, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. They're, they're super talented. If you want to kind of have a, a cheat sheet, if you're going to a party or something this yeah. weekend, it's you want to talk about the two quarterbacks are injured are they yeah kind oh. of that's it, it it may or may not affect the game i suppose that's what we're talking about over phoenix a lot over here they're not at 100 but okay. the two of them patrick mahomes and jalen hurts even at 80 percent, should be excellent and if you want another cheat you just ask about the two kelsey brothers it's the first time a super Bowl has two brothers facing off against one another travis kelsey and jason kelsey yeah, I saw that on
3: on social media. That is phenomenal. I mean, what an amazing achievement for the family. That because you know, I mean, look, there have been brothers playing for each other, uh, playing you know with each other on on similar teams who follow a similar educational path and all that kind of stuff. But to get them against each other in the final is just so brilliant.
0: Well, it's amazing because their mother is the hottest ticket in town at the moment. She is being sworn <laughs> because she's a lovely woman, and uh, yeah, it's just an incredible story to ask her about raising these two kids. But yeah. you know. They're, they've been asked all, all week about it like we were I had Travis Kelsey in front of me the other day and for 40 minutes he took questions talking about Jason and it's lovely to hear because they love each other obviously dearly they do a podcast together they're extremely tight but then they have to kind of separate each other this week it's the only time that they are root against one another and Travis even said himself he said Look, I love Jason but I really need this Super Bowl."
3: And tell me then, in terms of the positions they play, is it likely they literally come up against each other or are they on, you know, there's one they offense won't. and one is
0: defense? They, w- they won't. They're both on offense. Right. Now, someone did ask what happens if. So Travis is one of those players that catches the ball whereas Jason yeah. is the person that throws the ball to the quarterback he's the one that gotcha. fights the ball yeah. so they, they won't be in direct competition but they, uh, Travis was asked the other day is there a scenario where they could line up against one another <laughs> and he said not that we've ever practiced so I, I, right, I don't, th- right, don't right. think we're going to see it
3: and look uh, as excited as you are I'm sure about the actual uh, Super Bowl game itself we are all very excited about a couple of things one is the halftime show uh, with Rihanna, who's back. I mean, she hasn't performed live in so long. She did the song for Wakanda Forever, Lift Me Up, which is amazing. But that's the first time we've heard it from her in like six years. Uh, and now she's going to perform. What is it? A 14, 15 fifteen-minute set on, on at the halftime.
0: The real pinch me moment, Dave, was going to a press conference for Rihanna. There was f- about fifty different TV stations covering it. With I don't know, there's five hundred people in the auditorium, wow. like she is she's massive like everyone's talking about her like even the the American football side of things like everyone is talking about Rihanna the quarterbacks they're being asked about Rihanna like it is exciting because she hasn't been around for the last few years obviously she was um, looking after her family and her business and she's been extremely successful but it is what the peak of her career or certainly one of the highlights I mean 100 million people will yeah. watch this and it's she said in her press conference that she has thirty nine different versions of the set list so she's no idea what she's <laughs> gonna come out with herself. And so you were in the same
3: room as Rihanna. I mean when she walks in, is she like a superstar? Do you get that sense offered that she kinda of draws all the attention immediately?
0: So the way this whole media thing works is you can actually get a day pass for a certain yeah. time. For, for certain people. So there was definitely a number of people there that were not covering the game, but were able <laughs> to get a media pass to see Rihanna talk for whatever amount of yeah. time that she did. So she definitely, like, she's her own thing right now. And I think that's going to be for any Super Bowl halftime performer, they're at that level of fame that they're going to be massive. So, yeah, yeah. does she walk into a room and control it? Absolutely.
3: <laughs> Amazing. Um, and I presume there were no hints as to, you know, who might show up or... Because obviously, you know, there's the, the the shows tend to be one name or, or two big names, and then a load of other huge superstars come out. Do we know,
0: you know, is she going to do like Kobe didn't bring out Beyonce and Bruno Mars or yeah, yeah? So I mean, no is the short answer. But like yeah. Jay Z obviously features on, on Umbrella. So what people might know is Jay Z essentially is the booker for the halftime show. Yeah, music company took it a few years ago. So. You'd wonder if Jay-Z is there. Love The Way You Lie, obviously, had Eminem feature on. He was a part of last year's show, so maybe not him. Calvin Harris for We Found Love. You know, mm. he's obviously a big name, but he come out. And uh, we were speculating ourselves, will uh, T.I. come out for Live Your Life? Oh, I see. All, yeah, all the options are there, of course. Yeah. She, she when, probably... you go through, when you go through her songs, she has some phenomenal songs. Like, you know, she's going to do a medley at some yes. point during this, yeah. and she's going to knock out your Disturbia, your Rude Boys, your works. She's yeah. going to put them all into two minutes and it's going to be, uh, yeah, out
3: of the show. Um, and then, look, the, the other thing that we love uh, when it's away from the actual sport itself are the ads uh, that are just the commercials are so amazing on the Super Bowls. I've been even watching some of them show up because they do release some slightly early and all the rest. But uh, for the people who are staying up for the 11.30 kickoff and everything else that goes with it, uh, that is definitely something that entertains is the the ad breaks and everything. And how much they cost is terrifying and all that.
0: I don't know will the Irish fans get the benefit from the ads I know Mm. that I have a subscription to the NFL Game Pass service that would allow me to do it maybe Virgin Media will obviously be showing uh, Irish, Irish like that, yeah. so yeah. maybe don't get your hopes up if that's what you're only tuning in for but I mean you'll, <laughs> you'll catch them the next day otherwise right yeah exactly exactly. Uh, well look Mark it's
3: phenomenal to have somebody there I, I'm really excited can you just give us then your gut I mean do you think the Kansas City Chiefs being maybe the favourites are, are likely to walk away with this or will the Eagles cause a bit of an upset
0: um, do you know what it is an insanely tight game like tighter than we've had in years I think like if you look at the spread on it. It's the one and a half points. So we're, it's based on a seeding system, the NFL. So this is the two number one seeds going up against each other. The two quarterbacks were neck and neck for the player of the year um, trophy. So I'm going with the Eagles because their roster is super stacked and the yeah. Chiefs will really come down to the magic of, of Patrick Mahomes. We should genuinely, I'm not just saying this because you have me on now. This is genuinely sets up to be an absolute classic super. Bowl. We mightn't get it. But it is set up so perfectly because these are by far the best two teams in the NFL, and they are relatively healthy for after playing five months of football. So, we are—if if you're anyway inclined uh, to get into sport or whatever—this is definitely a game to watch. It's definitely the one. Okay,
3: well, look, you can follow Mark at Hogan NFL on Twitter, and the podcast is at NFL Ireland. Mark, thank you so much for coming on and filling us in and all that. It's fascinating. We'll watch it uh, with glee over the weekend. Thanks a million. Thanks a million, Dave. Sure, Lucas, isn't that it? It's 750 quid to give away just for working out what's missing in the sentence A, B, C. 750 euro. Let's go to the phones and have a chat to Michelle who's in Waterford. Hi, Michelle. Hi,
8: Dave.
3: How are you? Not bad at all. What did you have going on in the house there yesterday?
8: yeah we had plumbing Um, I was thinking of you with your plumbing problem but ours was slightly different but we had no heating for about 24 hours we had to let let the system cool down oh it was a cold all day as well yesterday yes exactly I could have done with one of your lap blankets yesterday but look I had to make do
3: (laughs) (laughs) everyone (laughs) wants the lap blankets they're not going off Sean's not pressing that buzzer these days
8: uh, I got a chance there. you are dead right Did
3: did the work finish up okay
8: it did. I'm just tidying up now the loose ends and we had to empty out the hot press so Oh God. all that stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. As small and all as it is, it holds a heck of a lot.
3: Well we yes, we had yeah. the um whistling boiler yesterday. Thankfully it was did. solved. Thank uh, God. But then I very gingerly took the shower this morning, wondering like was I gonna walk down to the kitchen and then find all the shower was just gonna be there? But thankfully there have been no leaks, so everything seems to be back to normal. I've no idea why it leaks in the meantime. I'm just gonna yep. go la 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 la. Just go out Put my the life. Fingers
8: in the ears yeah. and say yeah yeah. No exactly. issues. Just deny all knowledge and just move
3: on. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about, Michelle. Uh, what's A B C what do you think it is for seven hundred and fifty um, euro?
8: A blind corner.
3: A blind corner. Yeah. Are you a motorsport fan?
8: <laughs> nah, a little bit. My youngest is getting me back into Formula 1, you know, to drive. Ah, yeah, drive, yeah, yeah. I used to follow it in my teens, but then kids came along and I couldn't yeah. dedicate the time anymore. Difficult but to get to Monaco to when you're it.
3: looking after a toddler, you know. Oh,
8: God, knows, there's <laughs> other priorities. But I'm kind of thinking from the perspective of learning how to drive because my eldest is learning how to drive. Ah, so I'm kind right. of trying to teach him about the potential hazards. Now, whether he's listening or paying attention, who knows? But anyway, yeah, it's going well so far. Good, I'm glad yeah. to hear
3: it. Uh, OK, yeah. well, ABC, a blind corner. Michelle and Waterford, you're wrong.
7: Ah, uh, no. Ah, well. Great to talk, to talk to you. We're to Carl today, so that was great. Yeah, well, sir, <laughs> say, say hi to
3: Sean there, and you'll talk to everyone who's in the studio then today.
7: <laughs> hi, Sean. <laughs> Hello. I <laughs> can't he <has laughs> a
3: no,
6: yeah, Sean like,
3: knew no. that's what you were going to ask. No. No lap <laughs>
2: blankets oh, well. buzzer going off on my Michelle. Wait, wait. Yes, good to guys. Well, hang on, <laughs> on, hang on a second. Hey, yes, okay. yes, you can have a lap blanket. What? Oh, sure. what? No, just store. yes, you can. It's Friday.
8: Oh my Yay. God,
3: Michelle! How about that? I and mean, the heatin's working and everything.
8: Well, yeah, but look, slowly the house has to come back up to temperature, Dave. You uh, do appreciate yeah. the oh, lap. Oh, I series, do. Listen, you? well, look, yeah. you've got
3: the lap blanket sorted. You've you've obviously done something to our Sean there. He's melted in front of you, <laughs> and yeah, you've got no, the that's lap lovely, blanket,
8: Sean.
6: Oh, you're so good. Thank you very much. <laughs> you're welcome. Bye, Michelle.
3: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> to bye. Night, bye, bye, bye. Bye. You too. See you later, Rosie Macaulay's in Kildare. How are you, Roisin
6: Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm
3: great. and Yourself?
4: Good. Thank you.
3: What do you plan for the weekend?
4: a um, whole lot of laundry
3: and not much fun damn it it just has to happen doesn't it like it does. how many are in your house there's four four okay yeah, yeah we've six and oh god the kids just go through an awful lot of like I find one of my sons changes his outfit I'd say about four times a day and every oh, yeah. time he changes out of whatever he's just been in for an hour that has to go in the wash you're like what are you doing
6: yeah, 11-year-old here is like that, like a divan in the Oscars. Yes. Like constant
3: outfit changes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I'm not alone. Uh, Roshi in ABC, 750 euro. What do you think? A bold choice. A bold choice. Yes. No. Oh <laughs> sorry, Roshan. Oh, well. Well, come here. I hope the laundry gets done and you can relax at some point over the weekend. Thanks, James. See you later, to you too Bye. Uh, Paddy is in Dublin. How are you, Paddy? How are you getting on? Good. Good. How, how do you pronounce the surname there, Paddy? Oh,
5: McAnanie. McAnanie.
3: I wasn't sure. I didn't want to take a risk and go for McEnany and then you'd be like, That's not my name. <laughs> Paddy McEnany Right. And Paddy, where are you?
6: I am in Dublin. We're in a. I was just saying, we're in a German German
3: supermarket. Oh, here I now. see. And, Very and I good. big
6: Shout out to Amy on the checkout and let me say on
4: the phone. <laughs> she gives me, th- me the thumbs up
3: here. I hope there isn't a huge queue behind you while you're on no, the phone no, waiting no, to talk no. to us. That would be we shocking. Got, got, oh, good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well look, let's not delay you or Amy any longer. What is ABC for seven hundred and fifty euro?
6: I hope it's America borders Canada.
3: America borders Canada. No. Oh, sorry, Paddy. <laughs> no. But enjoy your bad. shop and say hi to Amy and uh, have a great you weekend. You too. Thanks so much. All right. See you, now. Paddy. Bye, bye, bye. Uh, it's a lovely text in. It says, Ah, Sean. I knew your warm heart would come back. <laughs> uh,
2: you just needed. Well, I don't to know be, why I did you needed that. Needed to be wooed by Michelle. Why? I don't know why I did that. Well, I, I rang home yesterday. Yeah. And my mom said to me, "You're coming across really mean on the show, lady." <laughs> <laughs> so she heard my. Oh, you're, spoiler you're, for Desperate Housewives yes. yeah that was actually quite good yeah, yeah. my legal cue yeah. and the fact that I won't give away lap blankets <laughs> and I haven't stopped thinking about it since uh, well, now you so can... I need to she says uh, people are going to like call more than they like me <laughs> yes <laughs> ah the two
3: boys always fighting it out massive rivalry like two brothers <laughs> uh,
2: right well look Sean's
3: uh, really weirdly giving away a lap blanket to Michelle but we'll hopefully have more of them to give away next week and uh, we'll also give you the chance to win even more money next week we'll close the lines now for Asher. Look, it isn't that it. Reopen them on Monday just before 10 and there'll be 800 euro on the line. 800 quid on the line for Asher. Look, it isn't that it. And all you got to do to win it is tell us what ABC stands for. All the wrong guesses are on the website todayfm.com. Go and have a look. Anne-Marie and Niall Horan everywhere. It's Dermot and Dave. It is Today FM and... (laughs) John is trying to communicate with me by wagging his finger Gently. in a kind of a. I'm not saying no, but I'm also not saying yes. And I'm also <laughs> scribbling down some kind of a note that I need. Uh, I was just going to tell you that Niall Horan at some point is going to be on Today FM.
4: <laughs> No, it's a to really Sean scrawly
3: handwriting there while still talking uh, Niall Horan is going to be on Today FM talking to a Today FM presenter uh, and his song is out next week as well uh, his new single Heave unconfirmed reports that he's on Today FM talking to someone but uh, you know just stay tuned, you'll hear Niall Horan keep an eye on Today FM social, you'll see Niall Horan and he's very handsome
4: She's
1: giving it socks, Pamela. What's
7: on the box, Pamela? With Sky. Don't miss one of the biggest blockbusters of 2022. Top Gun Maverick is now available on Sky Cinema.
3: Hi, Pamela. Hello, David. I watched um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yes. And I was immediately aware of you telling me that the (laughs) villain in Black Panther Wakanda Forever isn't um, intense enough or intimidating enough because he has little wings, little on, his wings on his ankles. But I, while I was aware of it because you had said it, it didn't take it away okay, from me. that's like, good. He, like, I suppose he wasn't as intimidating maybe as he could have been yes. regardless. But I didn't find the little ankle no, wings I, an I, issue. No, I
7: think just generally I didn't find him... Like, I wasn't afraid at any stage.
3: He didn't seem like kind of... I know he, they treated him like a god and all this. And this isn't a spoiler, by the way. Um But he didn't kind of... Didn't do godlike things. No, and I'm
7: very into like Mesoamerican civilization, and I've heard of Kukulkan before, mm. and he just didn't live up to the hype. Right. Is is that my takeaway from it?
3: It's a damn fine movie, though.
7: It beautiful. I really beautiful. enjoyed it. It's very enjoyable. Yeah. Gorgeous to look at. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the I'm actually I'm very ass. excited for um, Ant Man.
3: Ant Man. Yes, quite a Yes. In fact, we still have to give away. Our trip to London to the red carpet premiere of that. So somebody's going to win that before twelve o'clock.
4: No, No,
3: you can't. Terms and conditions apply.
7: Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Next, Sally, uh, Graham Norton show tonight. We have Mexican star Salma Hayek. Yeah, Uh, she promotes her new film Magic Mike Last Dance, which I've seen.
3: Oh, Oh. is it good? Is it a Pamela Joyce movie? It'll, it'll make
7: you sweat. It'll make you sweat, but it's, it's a little deeper I would say oh, than okay. the good. other Magic Mike films there's right. a little more you know kind of character development etc in That's it um, it's very very good today. but also Hot We're, Boys uh, yeah pretty much I mean, Shannon yeah. Tatum Dancing in the Rain what more could you yeah. ask for uh, we have Oscar winner Julianne Moore wow love her um, and then we have appearances from singer-songwriters Shania Twain and music by Tom Grennan. and Lizzo's going to be there as well Lizzo as well yeah it's a full That's couch it's a hell of a couch uh, so very very exciting now uh, on to business today it's my both my favourite and least favourite time of the year okay an episode of the year. It's the Late Late Show Valentine special.
3: Oh no! Is this your least or most favorite time of the year it, it, because it, of the episode of the Late Late?
7: Yeah, it ju- it, um, it's uh, the second hand embarrassment yeah. actually nearly sends me into cardiac arrest.
3: In a, but but in an enjoyable way. I can't tell. Right.
7: Honestly, I don't know. I can't tell if I enjoy it or if I just hate it.
3: Okay, but you well, will. will but you it. will watch I, it. hundred
7: percent. Yeah, will watching it, and I'm, I'm excited for it. But uh, that's yeah. He Ryan Treble plays Cupid, Look, pulls people out of the audience
3: it's Cringe Factor 11 yeah you know which you, you're there for if you want to really find love it's Pamela Joyce needs to be tuned in on yeah, it event. absolutely is uh, but yeah but look this is the, as you said the second hand embarrassment in this is just it's second I'm like fair play to
7: people <coughs> can I clear my throat you yeah my please
3: throat? yeah yeah where are you are I'm you back now
7: right? yeah <laughs> fair play to the people who go and do it like yes. it's a very scary thing it is to go dating scary. normally but to go dating on tellys. for sure um, so that is going to be on tonight at 9.35. I can't. I just, and the memes that go along with it on Twitter, Oh,
3: yes. The second screening of it. that is phenomenal. It's fabulous. Yeah, yeah.
7: Uh, so that is tonight at the usual time. Then we have the Brit Awards, Virgin Media 2, Saturday at 8.30. That's very good. I think cool. I'm going to have a coughing fit. I need Sean to take over.
3: Okay, Sean, you need to take over and do the tally for a oh, second. Sorry. When Kavanaugh has a mild coughing fit. Uh, well, she was taking over from me doing the, um, the, doing the cash machine. So
2: uh, so the, Bri- on, <laughs> the Brits. yes, yeah. The so, Brits are on Saturday at half eight on Virgin Media 2. And that's after the Math Singer semi-final. <laughs> After the Masked Singer semi-final. Now, this is the first time the Brits have ever been on on a Saturday. Yes. So, interestingly enough, it's a Saturday night before the Super Bowl in the US on the Sunday. So it means that they could... You know, suffer from having all the not having all the American artists because they're all going to want to go and be seen and show up for, for the Super Bowl. Gotcha, gotcha. So gotcha. that is the Brits Saturday night at half eight on Virgin Media 2. And for streaming, I'm going to hand you back to the lovely Pamela Joyce.
7: <laughs> Sean, thank you so much for filling in there. Really appreciate it.
2: <laughs> I'm the one with the cough, lads. You're should, all fine.
7: Um, excuse me, I had a tonsillectomy a month ago. Yeah,
3: you're grand. <laughs> yeah. That was like old ancient history. Yeah. Come uh, on.
7: Streaming. Now, this is something that I'm just a bit meh about. I okay. think they need to let it go. Love is blind. So, Love it's Is Blind the, is one of. The,
3: is that the show in the dark?
7: Well, where they they're in the pods and they can't see each other, right? And they have to fall through and love through a glass wall, and they have to. Propose. But I mean, don't people just want more of this kind of
3: reality TV, non-stop the dating this way, you dating you that have, way? You
7: have a golden season before it's where it, if the season is really successful, but the contestants on it don't know it's going to be really successful, so they're authentic. Yes. So, Love is Blind season one was humongous. Okay. But the people on it didn't realize how big it was going to be, so they were normal people. And season two and season three, it's people just being very sensationalist and dramatic and just trying to okay. get as much screen time as possible. That is my professional opinion. Uh, Love is Blind after the altar is kind of the reunion episode. Okay. Where everyone gets back and you see who's still together and who's not because the contestants aren't actually allowed to post anything on social media about
3: while, oh, while they're the with series not, is on until or, Until, 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 the, until okay. the reunion episode is aired. Right, gotcha, gotcha. So gotcha, we don't gotcha. know
7: who's still together or not. That's uh, on today's February 10th, isn't it? That's on Netflix from today. Yeah. Then uh, Sean will be very happy about this. From today you have Clarkson's Farm Season 2 on Prime Video. Did you like Clarkson's Farm, Sean? You did I like this. Absolutely yeah. loved it. Do we not? I mean, is Jeremy Clarkson not fairly cancelled at this point? Yeah, it wouldn't be for me now. Uh,
2: I, uh, I can't really stomach him. I... I love the show. It's re- it's re- it is really funny. Okay, well, and look, uh, people are going to hate on me. I don't care. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> he look, said it. no, sorry. Is he a bit of an <laughs> ass? Yes, he is. Does the stuff he writes in the paper annoy me? Yes, but is this show very funny and chewing on for the brain? Yes. Okay, so I will be watching it that's on Prime show. Video.
7: That's fair. Uh, so that's it today on Prime Video. A movie of the week. It's a classic. I don't think there's probably a single person in the world who hasn't seen this. Film. A big claim. Devil Wears Prada. You have to have seen no,
3: it. No, I have seen it. I saw it the one time. That's
7: okay. You've seen it. Tick.
3: Yeah, okay. Fair. It's
7: excellent. It's, it's, a clas- it's one of those where, like, you've been scrolling for ages through the, the, scre- the streaming application and whatever, and you're like, I can't figure out. Uh, throw on Devil Wears Prada. Okay. And you'll just enjoy it. Great cast. Meryl Streep. What's her that girl's name? Anna Hathaway. That's the one. God, I'm yeah. really bad at my See, job today. I've seen it. Stanley Tucci. Emily Stanley,
3: Blunt. T- I'd watch Stanley Tucci do anything. Like, it's
7: just such an easy watch. That is on RT2. Tonight, but, see Sean. Now this is wrong again. Because how can it be on tonight? Oh no! Wait, no, it's that's on right. Yeah, tonight, Yay! that's right. I have to go wash <laughs> Do my you hair.
3: Know what? I'm gonna let uh, Sean and um, Pamela Sean just kind of bash, you tell bash this <laughs> one out between them. Robin, with every heartbeat, it's Dermot and David, it's Today FM. We've put the heart sideways across the nation. Lads, I thought it was 12 o'clock, I got excited, it was nearly lunch, says Aoife. Uh, Did everyone else check their clocks and heard Pamela Joyce after the 11 o'clock news? Yes, Pamela did the um, beginning of the cash machine there, because I was uh, chowing down on a pretzel. And uh, then Sean had to step in for her during the telly, telly. it was all carnage. But uh, yeah, not only uh, those guys getting freaked out by Pamela, Jimbo's been on.
5: Lads, can we please not have Pamela Joyce on the radio at 11 o'clock in the morning, without giving us a warning? Forced. I, I was late for a school run. Okay? Please, you give me
7: a heart attack. It's too early for this.
3: Don't worry, Pamela Joyce will be on your radios at the normal time of 12 o'clock. Listen
1: back to more from the Dermot and Dave Show on todayfm.com. Dermot and Dave. Weekday mornings from 9 on todayfm.